NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Boys. Yeah. Hello, the boys are here. They're nervous. They're calm. <laughs> Boysies. Get rarer. Why is this happening to me? Me. We're not getting Maccas and you can blame my son. <laughs> Get a few today, did you? It's great to contractually be obliged to be here. <laughs> is anyone going to listen to this or what? No, I actually don't know what, what happens in third grade. <laughs> you either get nude, get in the shower, or we're throwing all your cook gear in, bro. Yeah, I was like, no chance I'm going to bother you. 19th century Pax Britannica. <laughs> Well, it must be summer again because Steve Smith is talking about his hands. But is the team winning hard enough? Hazelwood, captain, that's something to talk about. Warner's leadership ban has been lifted. There's a bit of prelude to the Australia West Indies series. Runs deluxe for the New South Wales AC team and team that I never knew existed. New Zealand and India. Surya Kumar Yadav has been doing the business again. The WBBL gets into the important bits. Hey, Glenn Maxwell's on the show. What happened with the old leg there, Maxie? That's before we get into hashtag AskTGC. This episode is brought to you by Budgie Smuggler, where right now there is their big old Black Friday sale. 20% off store-wide when you spend over 200 sheets. That's at budgiesmuggler.com.au. My name is Ian Higgins. Sam Perry, what caught your eye this week? Look, I, I, I hear what you say about summer beginning. I understand what you mean. You see the boys in Canary. Mm-hmm. They're playing against Poms. They're playing yeah. against England third grade hungover. Against the old two and froms. Against the old two and froms, threes hungover, <laughs> and we're unassailable, <laughs> and it's safe. Yeah. And that's good. And there's a bit of New South Wales stuff going on, yeah. captains, all that sort of stuff. Australia Life's being the start- recent world champions. Life's starting Perfect. to feel good. This is, this is what yeah, this we're is, talking. And we're going to get into this with what we deserve, but... So, the, the, the hit and giggle shit's over now. Yeah, the, come the, on. The stuff that Australia doesn't understand, yeah. it's not in the season. <laughs> the AFL hasn't sanctioned it. Yeah. It's over. We don't have to worry about the, the new world order just yet. We can just get into summer now. And WO. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and I think TGC needs to lead the way on just getting just one last summer of Australian cricket the way we know and one understand. Last, one last yeah. summer. Come on. And even... Even so, we start to see a little bit of world stuff creeping into the club game. Yeah, what right. caught my eye this week is yeah. what's caught everyone's eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's caught everyone's what's eye? What's caught everyone's uh, eye? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was sent a clip, and people will know what I'm talking about here. Uh, I was sent a clip uh, a couple of nights ago from a friend who um, happened to be an associate or a friend of this person involved in the latest Man cad slash run out slash fucking Brown slash Thomas Barker, first first class guy who was ever man cad in 1835, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. 
I set the clip, and uh, and that's what caught my eye, mate. Okay, uh, just, just just to set it up. Okay, um, if you, if you aren't across this, Saint Bernard's versus Q. It, you're in Victoria, that's a big and one. you're playing sub district cricket. Of course, it's, you are. it's first grade subbies. Yep. Um, that's a level below grade cricket, obviously. A couple of good players knocking about, but um, mm-hmm. nevertheless, it's subbies. It's not in the lineage. Exactly. It's like part, I try to be part of the royal family. If not in that, the bloodline. doesn't matter. Good kit, numbers. You ain't, you ain't going to the Guys playing good shots, uh, et cetera. And, um, and, and we have a real, a, just a really classic um, kind of, like, uh, like, you know, like conflagration, bringing together of... This global phenomenon, uh, some would say it's just in the MCC laws, of the man-cath, mm-hmm. you know, colloquially known as, mm-hmm. and an Australian response to it, a very Australian kind yeah, of response. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I figured that it would be good on this show, though you can't see the footage if you're listening through the ears, right. just to enjoy the audio of what happens because yeah. I, I tell you what, like, it's – some would say it's a bit of, like, club cricket bingo – I prefer to think of it as a symphony. Yeah. It's a Saturday symphony. Right, okay. Of, of Real Sound of Summer. Sound of Summer stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I don't want to mention names of who's involved and stuff like that. Uh, one of them you can, you some can tell. Some of them I mentioned. Some of them I mentioned. Actually, what he's in, he's quite a good player and a good bloke. But um, it doesn't really matter. Like, what the names don't matter. This is These are just, a, once again, right. the sounds of summer. Mm-hmm. And I think we deserve, after all the strangeness of ha- of what's happening around the world in cricket, mm-hmm. future cricket stuff, teams playing in different colours at times that don't suit me, yep. you know, yep. and playing in ways that my dad didn't teach me yep. when he was teaching me. Right, okay. When he was weird. home. Yeah, what's that about? Um, you know, I think we deserve this. So, so I encourage everyone just to close their eyes okay. and just listen to this just symphony let, just and just wash and let you. and let this be the start of summer for you. This is club cricket once again leading the way with safety. Okay. Uh, can, can so uh, the the very first thing we hear is the uh, man cad being executed. Here yeah, we go. Let's go. A kid there. Keep walking. Warned him. Cross talk. <laughs> Start with that one. Uh, 
like uh, uh, just just as a, a, as a frame, a as a framing thing, because there's going to be a couple of nonces out there wanting us to cast judgment on this. You know, wanting us to land somewhere like was it right, was it wrong? This is a big morality play. Like I think this is such high art. I think every actor mm-hmm. deserves applause for the performance, yeah. really, yeah. and 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 their service to the game, a game that needs this stuff at the moment. Yeah, sure. We actually need these kind. We need to like. To me, that is safety. That's what I grew up with. Right. Maybe not that specific incident. A little bit of tension between both sides. Just a bit of back and forth, a bit of chest out, a bit of yeah, uh, yeah, bit yeah. of cock swinging stuff, a bit of uh, like, who am I in this situation? Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of mates around me. Yep. A little bit of condescension of nicknames. Mm-hmm. But I, I think in like mindfulness, he goes like, you know, you, you're the observer of your thoughts. Uh, like uh, not the thoughts themselves. Your, your thoughts are like leaves on a stream or some shit. And, and that's how I prefer mm-hmm. to see this. Like just see it, observe it, respect it, let it float by. Right. Um, my first thought is what's sub-districts cricket doing on TV? Who's <laughs> that on TV? Why, why is it filmed? Why has it got a camera? Oh, okay, <laughs> you know, I see. Right, why, right. Why is Why has yeah. this wheelie bin shit filmed? <laughs> but... Um, we don't want to go to upset a lot of people. You know, you're an embarrassment to sub district cricket. Now yeah. let's go into that. Is, is, I would have thought it was, wow. I thought that embarrassment is self-evident by being there. <laughs> no, listen, Remy's like, I think therefore I am. It's, I think uh, Chalk, he's, I'm told he's quite, it was quite a good player. He's played a bit of first grade. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. Jolly. I made a good stick. Yeah. Look, the one that sticks out to me, I've got a lot of thoughts and uh, I'm quite giddy about this whole thing still. Josh giddy. And, um, but that, that, that guy who says after, after it's already been said about six times, simple, stay in your crease, simple chalk, stay in your crease. Right. Mate. Absolutely now, done. I've got there. a few questions about that. Like yeah. who is that guy? Yeah. Is yeah, he yeah. on, the, is he on Q's side? Is he sort of on the bat? Like, is he kind of uh, on the batting he, team? Yeah, is he, he on Chalky's the, is, teammate? Is he Chalky's teammate? Right, okay. Sim- like, you Sim- know, and he, yeah. simple chalk, stay in your crease, mate. Yeah. Like, all while this symphony right. of, like, abuse is basically being hurled his yeah. way. Because Chalk's yeah. lost it. He's red mist. He's oh, missed, yeah. He's missed it He's up. got his bat and he's turned it around, so he's pointing the... Is he pointing the yeah, toe? That, or is that, he pointing that, the handle? He's, he's pointing the handle. Who's at the handle? He, like, yeah. he sort of walks off the field, then he goes yeah. back towards the fielding side, and he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's giving, giving the uh, good old red hot go. I'm generally uncomfortable with anybody exiting the field of play as a batter holding anything other than the handle, which says more about my generation. Sure, sure, I, sure. I just don't – I don't understand how the bat finds itself into your hand there, like the blade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, who is that guy saying, Stanley Chris, is it – like, what stings more? Is it a, a guy who's part of your team, might be a volunteer or right. a manager, or yeah, sure. or is it a player on the other side, someone – or not a player, like someone Some from the other team or who knows chalk because yeah. his reputation precedes Right, okay, you know, yeah. Simple chalk, stain your crease, yeah, mate. He's, fuck He's it. a good bloke, he's a good stick. He's yeah. sort of known around the traps. Yeah. As, simple uh, chalk, stain your crease, yeah. mate. I'll have yeah. the final word on this. Yeah. Downward inflection when I finish yeah, what okay, I'm saying. Yeah. He's got his hands on yeah. his hips when he says it. Has yeah. to. It's real dad area. It's very mm. simple, mate. Uh, very simple, <laughs> mate. It seems very simple to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. quite a complex social phenomenon <laughs> for a lot of people who find it simple. You know? For me, for me, the big takeaway was when, when Chalk then walks off the field and then he's obviously he's obviously swearing and then someone mm. yells out, hey, steady, mate, there's kids here. Now, in terms of the environment of a club cricket dressing room, drug use, drink driving, group yeah, sex. Yeah. Now, the swearing's too far, yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. yeah, that's right. The environment of club cricket. Yeah. If you've got children anywhere near that sort of environment, that's that's the worst <laughs> bit. It's not so much like bullshit. It's exactly. <laughs> you can hear a kid at the start go, wee, or something like that. Now, that, that, that child is, has been sitting there for hours just listening yeah. to blokes talk about... Yeah. 
gambling, yeah. Um, yeah. attempts at group sex yeah. that ranking didn't really happen. Ten. Ranking women, putting them into horse groups. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was either a kid or the guy from Perth who was saying, how is that? <laughs> now, there's others. We, we, now, um, you're... There seems to be a back and forth about, uh, I think maybe Chalk suggests, is, are you going to accept this at this club? That's yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, That's yeah. quite kind of lucid thinking for someone who's out, yeah. you know, like uh, just, just placing that question out there. But yeah. the response is, you know, well, you're the blokes who, who bring their own beers. Who bring their own beers. And many online, mm-hmm. and there are many online yeah, who have a view online. on this. Yeah. Even they, more they, so this they, week. They seem, they seem to think that's the sort of the worst accusation of all. That's yeah. actually the worst uh, uh, the worst act. Yes, because you're not, you're not financially supporting the club that's put on the fixture. Yeah. So when you go to the – as an away team, when you go yeah. to someone else's home ground, then, like, you need to support that club's, you know, ecosystem mm. by mm. chipping in for buying, you know, sort of $6 carton drafts at the yeah. end of the day or whatever the beer of preference might be in the clubhouse. That's right. So Those if you bring your own beers and it's like, well, hang on a second, you're, mm. not, you're, not, you're not really contributing to what this, uh, you know, uh, tit-for-tat yeah. uh, scenario is. But, but I just want to sort of put the devil's advocate out there on this. Like, firstly, like, when we play – I don't know about you, but, like, the, the – um, the incidence of people going to the club afterwards together as teammates, uh, as like teammates in opposition, having beers over the bar and supporting the club. Like it, in my experience, that didn't really happen. Now, like I know yeah. in England it happens. Uh, and yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate that. And right. it's obviously a better thing. But if you bring your own beers, like perhaps you do that because some kind of overzealous timekeeper can say that's a case, you know, if you, um, sure, sure, sure. if you're late. And I think that needs to be factored in as well. But we don't want to mend any fences with the opposition because it doesn't help you as a club cricketer to understand that the other team are exactly the same as exactly. you, Shelbyville, Springville. Like it doesn't yeah. help that they're actually nice guys if you know them off the field. It actually oh. helps to ostracise them. These blokes are the shittest blokes in the club, that, and in the, in the comp rather, and that helps to separate that. Now, if you go into the dressing room, into their dressing room after, after mm. playing, share beers, share some stories, mm. oh, you're exactly the same as me. That doesn't mm. help you in any way it only it only creates um unity well we, yeah. we want fractions and well, divisions look uh, just observe the commentary um from the all-time greats of cricket who ascended to the peak of the mountain right uh, who therefore understand the most about what it takes to win yeah uh across all generations right. at all times right. and all costs yes this is essentially their criticism of world cricket at the moment too friendly too nice. matey too yeah. relaxed now yeah. yes you know, some some would say that winning a world championship or winning a T Twenty World Cup may require a level of kind of relaxation and friendliness. I Not mean, me, sure, sure. Matthew Mott said to the England team, "You don't have to train at all if you don't want." Okay. For us, it was, you know, we fell down because we lack intensity, yeah. we lack hardness, we lack a little bit of mongrel yeah. dog in the fight. And yeah. to that end, you make a good point because one of the comments I noted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to need to take a breath here, but one of the comments I noted <laughs> was 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 <laughs> Q involved. No surprises here, you know. And I was, <laughs> I was laughing because I'm like, you know, like what would surprise me is if there were a co- was a comment saying, actually quite surprised this is Q. Yeah. Normally decent bunch oh, of gentlemen, yeah, yeah, decent group oh. of gentlemen yeah. uh, from that club. That's very I mean, out of character, it, you know. Australian cricket survives on hate, you know, and yeah, this kind exactly. of thing. Like th- yes. this is why I'm applauding this. Yes. I'm applauding this whole ep- this this whole episode. Yeah, batter, bowler, fielders, the guys who run in and really cock a hoop about it. Couple from couple from St Bernard's who eh, walking in a little bit s- more slowly. Yeah, what's doing here? Do I want to be part a of this? A little bit circumspect yeah, about that's the whole right. scenario. Yeah. Joggies, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably said, "Oh, sorry, Joggy, sorry." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which would have rubbed salt into the wounds. Course, that's, yeah, that's, that's an alpha power play in itself. 
And that's where I think the, you know, the TV coverage, which shouldn't be happening, and I'm calling it TV coverage, just one camera, <laughs> shouldn't be happening as subjects as Twelve level. commentators to a five over But if you're going to do it, you, they should have got into the sheds afterwards for the club song because that's a song. Because Q win the game. Okay. Q win the game. Okay. Uh, to which many are saying, well, that's justice. Not really. It's just that one person affected one part of the law. The other team just won the game. Hang on. Is Q the batting team? Q's batting team. Q's the batting they, team. They, they okay, won. Okay, okay. I see. Um but, so, like, but you're right with the cricket. Like Australian cricket exists on hate. Like it, it needs to reflect the like the literal environment of which Australia is an arid, dry. Everything here is trying to fucking kill you, and that yeah. includes the opposition verbally, of course. And the climate. And everything. the climate. Everything. Too yeah. hot. Too hot. Too too much rain. Too much everything. I don't know about you, mate, but like when I watched the episode. I mean, there's, you know, I'm saying these one things and then I have my <laughs> the actual... Ep- my the episode, it's like a Netflix series. <laughs> Everything's TV show, the subbies, just fucking TV show now. <laughs> That's right. But like... That episode seven's I do time. feel, I just feel uncomfortable even watching guys walk around like in that situation because it just brings me, it just fla- it's just a flashback. Yeah. Like even the way guys walk, like it's like they've gone to fucking police body language school. Right, right. You know, right. just the way the hands go by the side. I don't really know how to describe mm. it. The way they wear the sunnies on their head. Mm. Or the back of their hat because they've seen other guys do it. Mm. Just like, mate, like back in the day, that stuff did intimidate me. Like it has a certain effect. But and that's then, the problem with sledging generally. Like it, it, it works. It works. Hostility <laughs> yeah, yeah. is a precondition you, for success. Most people, except for maybe Vrat Coley and like mm. one or two others that I can't, couldn't think of one other cricketer mm. now, like they don't succeed. Like it's harder for them to succeed if the environment they're playing in is just fucking putrid. Yeah, uh, or it helps to be mildly autistic because I think a lot of that, the, a lot of the um, social... We'll get on the smudger in a second. A, lo- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the... Uh, I savant. Like, like a, a lot of the the social signals would fly over your head. But if you're quite attuned socially, yeah. that stuff works on you. It you know? helps if you... His, his, his collar's popped. It actually creates a vector up to his ears. It kind of is like a vampire. Oh, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to suck my blood, you know? <laughs> Now that's a ruined thing. Yeah, cool, popped yeah. collar, that's a shame. You know, I just watched this and I was like, gee, I, I'm <laughs> just. Mark, what was just, it was just an ode to Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Did Dracula have a sweatband on his forearm? Fashion's about priming, you know, like yeah. you, you, it's fake to you make it. You prime yourself for, for what you want to be. Right. Uh, I suppose so. It sucks a soul out of you, you know. I mean, that I, I think there's something in that. But uh, look, I just I looked at this and I thought, in, in contrast to so much conversation about fucking, you know, Indian franchises that are owned by cement companies, right? With with sponsors and colours that I don't really understand. They're foreign to me. The lights are too dim. My my eyes are too closed when they're on. I don't know what a super king is. I don't, a king versus a super king. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. You know. Just to see this actually, <laughs> I, I applaud everybody involved. Now a hurricane versus a heat, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> once again, you know, climate phenomenon. You know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Royalty and monarchs, I don't feel good about that. Nah. I'm sure we got one, yeah. but um, preferred not to think about that and continue our miserable existence under it. But, uh, yeah, you know, what, what, uh, you know, what else was there? Uh, that old chestnut, cricket. To be fair, he's only two metres out of his crease. Yeah. Someone says at the end, oh, I like this. Let's fucking go. You know, <laughs> someone, like, someone's been sitting there going, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like yeah. th- this is a drab existence. And then that happens and they're alive. You know, they're, they're like, this is what I'm here it for. It has really worked out nicely that they are under some sort of awning, a yeah. uh, cum pavilion, different to a cum pavilion. And <laughs> oh, it could be both. Depends <laughs> <laughs> on the neighbourhood kids are trying to uh, escape. Like there was a Chatsworth Oval for me. Lot of finger bashing going on. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I was trying to graft a 17 off 35 balls in fourth grade. Um, <laughs> What's happening to Victor Trumper? Fucking hell. Um... Uh, that's throwing me now. That's taking, that's taking me I'm right I'm thinking back. about vivid light displays now in Sydney and but it's kind of Chatswood over with finger bashing. I'm thinking about kids losing knuckles. This is what it does. This is rich. The echo of the, of the uh, you know, they're almost guffaws. Mm. You know, the, uh, it's a cacophony of... Um, of uh, you know people just protesting and, mm. and but also like uh, admonishing mm. um, Chalk as he walks off the field. Poor, yeah. poor old Chalk, he's, he's he's copping it here. I've heard he's a good bloke. I don't, I don't well, know. A lot of people going to bat for it, so to speak. Right, yeah, but uh, I was you know even friends are hopping on. But that, like I, I think if you are a friend of Chalky, mm. who like, once again I'm, I'm reliably informed, is a good bloke, um, and I'll be the arbiter of that. <laughs> uh like. Simple chalk, stay in your crease, mate. I mean, for, that's what I've emboldened here. Like, uh, see, if I'm a friend of his, that's that's existing for the next 10, 20 years. Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah. he does, Anything. Mate, see, it's simple chalk. It's simple chalk. He, go, he goes for a round of beers at the bar. Yeah. Sorry, what, what you guys wanting it? Mate, yeah, very, mate, simple very, very simple chalky. Very simple chalky. The, the, the sort of just the apex of condescension. If he, if he touches the ball any time this season... Throw, he throws up very simple chalk. Come on, Chalky. Just what is it about the what is it about the tonality of that, the way that's said that is like that is why we'll never become a republic. You know, like mm. uh, what, what, you know, it's very simple, mate. See, it's not, is it? It's yeah. just not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um. But you know, good old Ashwin. He's he's, he's infiltrated subject yeah, triggered elements. Right. So, Once hey. again, it's the Asian century. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I, I just I was just as a little adjunct to this, he goes if that's right. possible. Yeah. Um, we're twenty minutes in. Yeah. Well, fuck. Is, <laughs> is this is this not the wheelhouse? You know, like after so long of <laughs> this all is this the highlight other, of the week. Uh, I'm just someone's there's a there's a big um social like a prominent social account out there called the Perfect Pitch. Just just taking pictures of, of pitches. I think it's run by a curator uh, of some repute. Right. Uh, and. He's written, um, having played cricket the last few weeks and not one spread being provided in Victoria, something has to change. That's over and T is part of the game. If you're in Victorian Premier Cricket, Sub-District Cricket, Eastern Cricket Association, Cricket Southern, Bayside, etc., and your club is not providing T, have a long, hard fucking look at yourself and do something about it. Bring the spread back. I mean, that's a crisis, isn't it? Yeah, I, I remember during covid like literally during the COVID season, it started in the UK where people had to turn up in their whites and they had to have tea in their car. So people weren't bringing teas. They were bringing communal teas. Yeah, no, absolute nonce gear that is. (laughs) And that's why they'll never win anything in England. Oh, wait. Um, But uh, but that's, I mean, that's, we're sort of, we're we're past COVID now, like the COVID years, if you will, and I know you will. Uh, So I can't think of a reason. I'm pretty sure it's spiking again. Anyway. Yeah, I felt a little something mm. this morning, but it's probably just syphilis. Mm. Um, <clears throat> no, I think so. I, I, like, I'm, I'm trying to relate. Like, why aren't people bringing tea? I don't say why people aren't bringing tea. Is it cost uh, so of living? Cost of living. Cost is, of living it, uh, is, the, is the country off cricket just due to JL? <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> if Langer's like coach, I'm not fucking bringing tea. <laughs> That's right. I'm fucking bringing Tim Tams this week. Ask heels though on SEN. That's right, mate. <laughs> We're not bringing tea hard enough. <laughs> The more sharp edges more from, <laughs> from pizza shapes. <laughs> this tea's too soft. Who brought fucking lamingtons? Fucking soft boys. Bullshit. Hey, his kids around. Oh fuck, sorry. There was a prostitute here last night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think summer's begun. Uh, I think summer's begun. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. World Cup. I don't know what that is. 
Uh, anyway, that's what caught my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, um, we should probably sell some stuff. All right. Okay. Uh, live show tickets for Adelaide and Brisbane. You can get that at greatcricketer.com. There are tickets for those two cities remaining. There are no further tickets for Sydney, Melbourne or Perth. Adelaide and Brisbane are your last chances. If you are in those cities or you're traveling to those cities for the test matches, you want to announce who's, uh, who I guess is for I Adelaide? do. Big, big get. Big get for Adelaide. Uh, hometown boy. F- hometown boy. Favourite son. It's going to be... Like Adelaide is going to be just lifting the lid on South Australian cricket and yeah. the great enigma that is. Because fu- eyes. fuck, there's some... Um, there's there's a couple of characters knocking about South Australian <laughs> cricket straight off the top of my head. Some with us, not some not with us. Yeah. Some heading to the change rooms for the Adelaide test, you know, and I think there's just a bit to... <laughs> This is a bit to get across, uh, and so it's our it's our pleasure to say that to lift the lid on all of that is uh, Cal Ferguson, who's who's um, oh, so, yeah. who's said he's going to join us. So <clears throat> it's eyes, it's rig, it's international cricket, it's South Australian cricket, and uh, he's been a good friend of the show as well, and he's going to be able to. Um, He's going to be able to travel to places uh, verbally and narratively speaking yep. that I think people who are in Adelaide before the game mm. um, are going to be pretty keen to see. Make, oh, make yeah. it part of your day if you're heading out. Yeah. We did Terrific this venue, Hindley Street. Yeah, Hindley. So I think, it's, I think it's Vance Joyce performing Vance there Joy. at the moment or the week yeah. before or something. And, and we're like, we're, we're, giving it, we're giving it a good push to, to um, fill that place, which is a pretty fucking big place. So Adelaide, get behind it. Uh, gradecricketer.com, click live shows there. And, and for you, Brisbane, that's at the newly revamped Princess Theatre. Uh, and JL, Justin Langer, Justin joining Langer's us for that one. Those tickets are going well for that one, but, uh, you know, big venue, and uh, we want as many people there as possible. So there's still tickets available for Adelaide and Brisbane, greatcricketer.com. You can also get all the merchandise for TJC, the Adam Zampa TJC Get Rarer collab mm. lids are all there as well. There's playing shirts, there's T-shirts, there's hoodies, there's caps, whatever you want, greatcricketer.com. And, of course, uh, Patreon for all of our daily uh, reviews for, of all the days play of the Test matches this summer. Um, and hashtag RCDC Fridays. And, of course, the Hall of Fame for hashtag RCDCs <clears throat> are all there at patreon.com. Australia and England are playing an ODI series, apparently. The first match, England hit 291. Darwin landed 134 for 128. Cummins and Zampa, 3 each. And Australia did it pretty easily in the end. Got it four down. Warner, 86. Travis Head, 69. Smith, 80. Red. Uh, so Australia won that one by six wickets. And then the second match in uh, at the SCG there, Australia hit eight for 280. Smith hit 94. Marnus 50. Marsh 50. Adil Rashid took three for. And then England collapsed uh, to finish all out 208. Bilbo, uh, Sam Billings 71. James Vince 60. And then Stark. And then Zampa again. Also took four each. That's what's happened in the game so far. Uh, the crowd attendances have been in the fifteen to seventeen k range, mm. uh, which has sort of brought some uh, some conversations around. Mm. From, just, uh, just like the World Cup, just like the World Cup, yeah. Uh, Ian Healy says that the team might be on the nose because they're not winning hard enough. Now, oh, there's something. Now, obviously, you've mentioned a whole bunch of achievements from Australian players there, but let's pick up on what's important. Yeah, <clears throat> well, they're playing against drunk England threes. <laughs> 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 and, and and I'm here for it. Hundred percent. Yeah, like. I think that quote has swum by too quickly. There's like that that there's two there's been two big quotes this week. Yeah. Uh, one is very simple chalky. <laughs> three. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, three. The the the, the first quote uh, is Today I feel Qatari. Today I feel Arab. Today I feel African. Today I feel gay. Today I feel disabled from Gianni Infantino. I think that swung by too much. Well, I think what when I was watching Steve Smith hit 80 red and 94, I felt gay and disabled. So 
I can relate to Infantino's comments there. <laughs> I get gay. Well, I can't, I can't do what Steve Smith did. So I felt that's how I felt. That's all I'm saying. It's just how I felt. <laughs> why? Why is the least important cricket the the like the funniest and the safest? There's a sociological phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like cricket in the yeah. country has begun. Like right. even the media. Uh, is starting to like yeah. comment on fucking palace intrigue within yeah. Australian it's cricket. It's in the like, news now. Like we are so, we are just so uninterested in cricket as a nation apart from 10 discrete weeks. Like I think yeah. that has been the discovery it is, of it this is World very Cup. very circadian rhythm. Like oh. It's just, it's just. And we're I, fucked. Dan Bredigar, <coughs> Dan Bredig mm. wrote a good article this week and I can't remember when it was, but it was this week and he was just saying that, um, I'm not sure, sure what the period was that he was collecting this data from or data, uh, but it was basically November. saying that the, 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 yeah, but from, from, how many, mm. from how many years ago it was, but it was saying that the average crowd attendances in November was 15,000 in Australia and then in December, January and February, the average crowd was all 40,000 and above. Yes. I mean, that, that that's amazing from November to December to have, What's that? Two hundred and fifty percent increase. Yes. In, uh, is that good mass? Doesn't sound like it. Um, but if we go from fifteen thousand average to forty thousand in the space of what? I guess a couple of weeks. I mean, it also makes me think that I have, uh, I have no doubt that the crowds would have been significantly more for the T Twenty World Cup had the World Cup been in February or March. Yeah, oh, I agree. I totally, to- totally. So agree. it's just, it's just a circadian rhythm thing. Like yeah. it's just it's not summer yet because as we know, rainy season's done. But that that's a problem because Australia. Oh, I think we've said this last year, so I won't like labour it. But like Australian um, cricket audiences have been conditioned to a um, to like viewing of cricket that is based upon Australia having primacy in the world game, our summer yeah. having primacy, yeah. and that has been shaken up a deluxe mm-hmm. uh, by. Um, more economically powerful operators. So, for instance, even just thinking about like the Boxing Day Test, when like New Zealand, South Africa also tried to mirror their thing of yeah. being Southern Hemisphere nations that play cricket, and they want to do a Boxing Day Test as well. But then we never went there for Boxing Day; they yeah. always came to us for Boxing Day, yeah. as an example. But so that's one look. Dan Bredig's um, data-based argument um, yeah, is one yeah, way yeah. of looking. Sure, is facts, one way whatever. of looking at why okay. fifteen to seventeen k people are there. <laughs> y- you know, data-driven, researched. Um, Balanced, applying a little bit of tertiary acquired rigor. Sure, <clears throat> but then you have heels though. Yeah, good behind the stumps. Oh, what about the hands? Um, mitts for Bowling days. Shane. Mitts for days. Yep. Uh, safety, and he suggested that maybe we don't win hard enough. Yeah, and he goes on to say we don't fight hard enough when the chips are down. There's less em- less empathy for players now because oh, I've just got a list now. Um, for players because of their earnings. Yeah, when we, you know, we need to re-engage the public better than we have. Right. See, I've never look, look. I'm very, very familiar and curious and fascinated by the concept of hardness in Australia. Yeah, generally, of course, of course, you know, mentally hard, right? Physically hard, hard drives, yep. etc. <laughs> Steve Randall. <laughs> I don't want to give up too much of the live show, but I'm not familiar with actually. I, I now see that there's a higher bar. You right. got to you got to win hard yeah. too, so you can actually win, but it's not hard enough. You can get the six points in a song, but yeah. if it's too easy, mm. then what's the point? Then no one's going to turn up to the games if mm. you're not winning hard, hard enough. Hard enough. There's now, no there's no there's no sense of hardness to the victories. No, exactly. Yeah, and Very I think that, I think what he's picked, you know, like that's and you know, Zamp has a lot to answer for here. He's changed True Blue to Cella Luna. Right now, that's not hard. No, that's no, not no. got hard edges. That's no. soft edges, and and no. you know. 
yeah humor you know like 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 it's uh <laughs> it's too much <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> And so, to your point, you know, these two games have happened 15 to 17K range, and all we're doing is we're exploring the information. Mm. Yes, you know, we're, we're kind of like uh, Apple TV. You know, we're, just, we're sort of uh, collating all, all of the different apps in here and all the different inform- pieces of information. Right. Bredig says it's because literally Australians don't get out of bed in November for cricket yeah. uh, based on history and data. Right. He also says we're not winning hard enough. Right. Uh, and I think both have a place. Well, the, the answer is always somewhere in the middle. Of course, yeah. Um, depending on who wants to be a guest on the yeah. show or whatever. Um, so, I I don't know where you want to start with this. Like, I've always said, one day cricket's a very important format. Uh, yeah, with these two I remember saying that last week. Yeah, Australia's unassailable. Yeah. There's a bit more sun around. Not really. Mm. We're beating hungover in threes. Smudge runs. He's found his hands for third year running yep. um, or, or new technique or something. Yep. But this time it's real. Stark swinging it. Zample wickets. New captains from New South Wales. Lengthening shadows at the SCG. New South Wales stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Blokes in blue shirts at the members. Mm-hmm. Um, World Cups in 11 months. Silverware. Safety. We're on for the World Cup. Okay, Everything's yep. right in the world. Yep. T20 stuff frightens me. I don't understand this. Play in the wrong month. We, d- we don't pick Smith for that. Cummins finds it hard. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, countries that don't visit here in 10 discrete weeks. Um, they make life difficult for us when we play that format. England's good at that format. I don't understand that. You know, their training sessions were optional. I don't understand that. But this, you know, this is this was understandable. It was New South Wales guys mm, mm, doing good things. Stark mm, swinging the pill around mm, first. You know, first couple of overs. Yep. Smith's got runs. At, you know, around about a run a ball. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. I can sit back in the couch and I can breathe again. Yeah, I think well, Australia would be favourites aren't going to that 50 over World I Cup in India so. in 11 months' time. Yeah. I can really see some some, some, some jigsaw pieces yeah. sort of, sort of really come coming together. together. I can see it coming together, yeah. 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 Um, like over the windies and the tests, looking all pretty good. You know, Smith runs. Smith runs. Look, it's, it's been a little minute and he has changed his technique. So, mm. And I like this change. And there's, It's kind of like Shane Warne releasing a mystery ball every year, which later on he, he conceded never happened. He was just trying to market the game. <laughs> Um, or just trying to get people to come in November. That's right. I don't think it's a marketing ploy from Smith. I think he's fucking around with his hands and stuff. But yeah. people like this change because there's less of something, you know. Like right. even though Smith is, you know, statistically in the conversation, which we often have about the breast, best since Bradman yeah. and breast since Bradman. Yeah, the breast. Um, yeah. yeah, chicken but, breast. Yeah. <laughs> Too tender, not hard enough. Uh, <laughs> Aussies are naturally suspicious of anything superfluous. He had too many things going on with his hands. You could, yeah. you could tell it made people uncomfortable. Now he's doing fewer things at the crease. Mm-hmm. And he's stepping into the ball the way players of yesteryear stepped into the ball. Yeah, okay. And so we're behind that. So he's moving in the right directions that we trust and appreciate. Exactly. And right. he's doing the movements that we were taught as children and it's in the Art of Cricket book okay. by Bradman. So again, back to Bradman. Back to Bradman. Right, okay. Um, back to Steve Brax, Victorian <laughs> election. <laughs> Nathan Bracken. Today. Nathan Bracken. <laughs> Bracken to Bradman. The um, new book coming out. <laughs> don't know Forward by it. Steve Brax. <laughs> I don't know why it stopped in like 2007. Um, Bracken to Bradman. There's a contest. Now... Uh, <laughs> now, because we're talking about Smith, um, yeah, 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 a lot of we're talking about captaincy stuff. Captaincy stuff. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw. So obviously, Cap- Cummins captain the first game. He was a twenty-seven thirty-eye captain for Australia. And the next game, there was a twenty-eight thirty-eye captain for Australia, mm-hmm. um, which which was Hoff. And I think the first thing to say about Hoff is like, how can't you like it? How can't you like that? Biggest hands I've ever touched. It, and I've touched some hands. They are the biggest hands I've ever touched. I just don't know how you can't like the entire presence of the thing. 
It's an elite buffet. Oh, sure. Yeah. It, it's, it's everything. And it's country. Yeah. I mean, it's, Side it, mouth. What, 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 he's offline. What did you, he's offline. Yeah. He's from the country, but he's friends with MS Dhoni. I mean, he's yeah. fucking touching every single part of right, cricket right. quietly and unassumingly in a way that Aussies trust. He is unassuming. He likes cold chisel. You know, he like, likes to ask sometimes who the fuck's the third umpire. We like that as he's well. He's got a side mouth fucking right, expletive exactly, in him. Exactly. Yep. But it's only, but he does he doesn't waste words. Nah. You know he's he's economical with his words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking unbelievable test bowler, second ranked ODI bowler in the world. He's number one in like in T Twenty cricket as well. Yeah. For a pacer, I think. Yeah. Oh, is it right? No, right yeah. yeah. The Indiana Pacers, I mean. <laughs> for a pace setter in the. <laughs> he's, long, a, he's a base in middle to long distance <laughs> athletics. Is that Josh Hazelwood? <laughs> no, he's a pacer, a pace setter. Now, and then, and and so you know, you know, uh, Ronnie Ronnie Maxim Skipper probably Como too says you know you can yeah. you can do it. We're, we're probably grooming the public for there being a few captains while Camus doesn't want to play. Well, yeah, right, right, needs right. to rest. Yes. Well, so, it, it fits into the thing that Mitch Stark said afterwards as well. He said mm. it's certainly impossible at the moment to play every game as a three-format player. Mm. And then also said, I don't think playing three formats is something I can do for a long period of time moving forward mm. now. So it all fits into this um this Bit cycle. of rotation stuff. Bit of rotation but, mate, stuff. I, I'm seeing I'm seeing stuff uh, like almost every week or every other week from some international player who has stopped, who has decided to stop doing one of the three. It is completely unsustainable having three formats of like, and each format being the highest um, standard or caliber possible with all the best players available at the same time. It's completely impossible to do that because like there's a fucking game every day, mm. which is what the players are saying as well. Mm. Now, like it feels to me like a diminishing of the product eventually. Like, I mean, isn't, all three mats, three formats, just it is, it's, it is unsustainable, especially when like there's Australian teams that play at the same time as yeah. one another in different parts of the world. It depends what lens you view sport through, right? Like if you see it, if if you're sitting in a suit and your job is to deliver on the bottom line and um, yeah, provide content for broadcasters who pay for the thing then you don't see it as a, sort of a cultural pastime to be preserved where the best play against the best. You do it to the best of your ability, but ultimately it's a TV show and you get as much content going as possible. Yeah. Think NBA, think baseball. Yeah. It's just on, washes over you, blobby, we've talked about it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and what happens with players is players go, I can't uh, – players like Glenn Maxwell, who we'll talk to in 40 minutes' time, um, <laughs> you know, they, they say when they lose a game that they, they're psychologically conditioned to, if they want to survive, to go like, oh, I have to move on to the next thing. But then the public goes like, what the fuck? You don't care about it. Yeah. What? The Why don't you like the country? What the fuck? I yeah. fucking work in the mines, you know? And, and, and here's the thing, like. Which is part of the blockchain. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like, crypto mining. Yeah, crypto mining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you're not fucking with. Why have you got tar on your face? You're oh, not I was with doing with some... you with... Anyway. Um, why you got tar on your face? <laughs> now, it is, that is tricky, though, because. Australia, everyone in the world, um, including Australia, the, the everyday people are feeling the squeeze, and they see they see um, they see current players making a lot of money and saying, "I'm tired." And like, it's just both things are true, but it's a bad look to say that you're tired, really, like right. uh, uh, because everybody's tired. So they have to be careful about that. But it was interesting when. Um, you know, Hazelwood was appointed captain. It obviously that because the media now is is covering the palace intrigue of Australian cricket because yeah, uh, because that that we've gone past the date where I think maybe footy time trials are over or something. Right. Okay. Um, like the the immediate spin was like, well, how does Smith feel about that? Mm. How does Alex Carey feel about that? And 
I couldn't tell you if Alex Carey's in form or not because I don't know what's happened in the last few ODIs in like the last year or so. I remember, uh, I, I remember in ODI when Ben McDermott was playing, he scored 100. Yeah. I literally could not tell you who that was against or where mm. it was. One it was thing, he was in Asia somewhere. At least somewhere. you remember one thing about, yeah, yeah. about it. Or a player's name. Yeah. Yeah, that does help. Um, but like... So I can't remember when the last time Australia played an ODI. It was probably recently, but I don't remember. It, I, I, I do think it's interesting that Smith was overlooked as captain and... and like I saw an article from uh, Robert Craddock, story journal uh, from you know f- who's who's been at it for decades. He knows his craft. His his angle on it was, um, you know, like uh, may, may, maybe you don't want to upset Smith ahead of this massive summer. You know, a snub is a snub. And I was sort of looking at it. I'm like, well, you know, they won. Hazelwood captain. They won. Smith made ninety four. Mm. and 80 red before, like, just it all seemed to go quite well. Uh, and, Is the suggestion and maybe, that he would down tools because he's not captain? I don't know. No, it's just like you just don't want to upset him. Like, it, Smith was probably upset, but, like, I kind of, you know, like, like I think the chief criticism of if you wanted to level one at McDonald and um, Bailey at the moment, and, you sh- and they should be open to criticism because people care about the team, is that you know they went with sentiment too much without Aaron Finch, for example? Yeah. Uh, and but I, I look at this and I'm like, well, maybe they overlook Smith as captain because they don't think he's a good captain. That's it. It's just like oh, he's I, we've got a choice of captains. Like he's, they'd make him captain if they thought he was a good captain. If, I mean, if he was a good captain, then he'd be the captain. He'd be the captain. <laughs> I would have thought. Yeah. And now I like, can understand at the same time where Steve Smith would be upset. He did, he did same. There was there, there was footage of. Uh, Kath Lockman was interviewing Smith as, a, as they were about to walk onto the mm. field to field and then mm. she was asking him about Hazelwood being captain. And he seemed distracted. He didn't, he didn't really answer the question. He, yeah. he sort of said, like, we'll just see how we go and that's mm. a pretty easy game plan or whatever. Um, just answer I don't, a different question. Yeah, 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 a different yeah, yeah. question. Oh, listen, we'll probably just hit top of all yeah, and yeah. the old bouncer. Yeah, I've actually started bringing my hands sort of around the back of the bat a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying a bit still at the cruise. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would have thought that I would have thought that if he was if he was the best captain, he would be the captain. He's the captain, but I don't. But he wasn't the captain, so mm. maybe he's not the best captain. Mm. And and like, I think it's a pretty reasonable position in the circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really recall. Like, I don't think he should be made captain because it's like, oh, we just want you to feel happy. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I think if you're a person at that age, who's like, well, I'm, a, you know, I mean, he, I think the player. Like Finch with these, like the players should grab onto as much as they can. Like mm. that's that they've only got a short time. They all back themselves deluxe. That's mm. why they're there, mm. and that's fine. But then the elders, you know, the the people who are distanced, who can see it fly at fifty thousand feet, mm-hmm. they just have to make mature decisions. I feel like it's it's a decent enough one. I don't just give it to Smith because like ah, oh, he's obviously the next in line. I also, I also remember like when Smith was coming back from his leadership band, I was like, should he be should he be captain again? Mm. And I don't, I remember having this conversation at the same time as, as then as being like, I don't really remember him being a particularly amazing captain. That he simply must be the captain because he was the best captain. No, it was just safe stuff though. It was yeah, exactly. Stick, well, it was about four stick, job done. Best yeah. stick. You yeah. field it too. Yeah. All right. You yeah. skippering. Yeah. Sort of looks like a captain done it before. That's right. How already has the blazer. <laughs> <laughs> now. I'm just moving. Like, because he segues, he goes, mm. Warner's leadership ban. Right. Uh, well, you know, it's essentially being lifted. They're, they're, they're moving all of the uh, the chess pieces to to kind of slowly yeah, um, right, right, renege right. on the first, yeah. the, on, on the original ban. So on Monday, CA confirmed that it approved changes to its code, allowing players to, and I quote, apply to have long-term sanctions modified. Okay, well, I'm asleep. Yeah, that's yeah, right. And I think that's the point. <clears throat> 
that is that's the, the idea. That's it's good language. It's good language if you meant to go. Oh right, well, what's happening on TikTok with a bit of fucking thirst trap? <laughs> <laughs> is she getting naked or not? I don't know. Um, <laughs> she never does. She never does. But mm. maybe they've changed the algorithm now. <laughs> Elon Musk is trying to turn Twitter into porn, isn't he? Is he doing a bit of adult stuff? Oh, finally. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Warner's been upset about uh, about, told me about, that. About, <laughs> about how long it's taken uh, to to change this. He said it's brought it's it was brought up in I think February this year. I'm quoting Warner. So it's been drawn out. It's you know it's traumatic for for me and my family and everyone else that was involved in it. We haven't needed to go back into that detail. We don't need to relive what happened. I think it's just being fair. Sorry, I think it's just about being fair that at the end of the day, I'm not a criminal. You should get a right of appeal at some stage, you know, mm. um, which uh, which all seems to make uh, perfect sense. But um, it, it seems like it's all been paved the way so you can captain the thunder. Uh, and Australia don't play another T20 game until sometime next year. They obviously play, play heaps on um, ODIs because of the ODI World Cup next year. But um, I don't necessarily think he is in line to captain that. Well, May Cummins has just been handed the captaincy for that, so he's not going to captain that. Um, for the ODIs. For the, so, for the yeah, ODIs, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Um, so there is a vacant T20 job. Look, I, I, I don't think it will go to Warner. Uh, and Warner's probably a reasonable just position. turned 35. I was listening to um, – the the grandstand cricket podcast with um, Ed and Corbin Middlemass, which is a good podcast, and mm-hmm. um, Ed was saying, uh, I think Ed's a great pundit, uh, and he he understands how players think and stuff like that. But he was putting out there that he he wonders whether Warner's trajectory over the next couple of years or the way he might play it is. Uh, so I'm just this is this is what Ed thinks. So I hope I get this right or paraphrase it correctly, but. Uh, that it might actually be his last summer of Test cricket, yeah. Uh, because ahead of him in Test cricket after that is um, is a tour of India where it's just, he could average fifteen to twenty, and then a tour of England where he will average five to ten <laughs> with yeah. Stuart brought around the wicket. Um, that he will free up some time to play, um, you know, for the Thunder to go around on the domestic franchise circuit mm-hmm. with T Twenty cricket to play that ODI World Cup and maybe hang on for the final. T20 uh, World Cup in the USA and Caribbean, but mainly the USA. Um, <laughs> and that will also, if he retires at the end of the summer, he'll have played 100 tests at the SCG, I think. And okay. um, But then Corbin was like, well, yeah, but he's got that dog in him, which is a good phrase. Like, you know, he, he doesn't want that to be the final thing that happens. Um, yeah. he, you know, he, he won't want that to be the final memory of him in England to have been cleaned up by Stuart Broad. So he might have, go and have another go at it. And yeah. Cowan was like, Cowan was like, that wasn't an outlier. That wasn't random. It's just round the broad. If Warner plays, they'll pick broad. It goes around the wicket. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which I think is interesting too, but I also think that might, yeah, that might, I don't know who will be T20 captain, but um, I'm glad that they, you know, like CA has dragged itself to the decision here. Mm. It's taken a long time. Um, and, you know, the sky hasn't fallen in. Like, you know, the, the switchboard hasn't lit up on Talkback, which is the general, you know, measure of sentiment in Australia. That's Switchboard's right. lighting up That's in 1993. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I do think it is a concession implicitly that he was treated poorly and unfairly and he was unfairly scapegoated, right. you know, for for stuff that went way beyond the, the indiscretion itself. Right. So the West Indies test match starts Wednesday week. Uh, in the meantime... Uh, is that, yeah, that's right. Uh, in the meantime, the Western is already out in Australia. Uh, they stayed here from uh, from the World Cup, obviously. Uh, and uh, they are playing against the New South Wales ACT, which is just a combined team of um, sort of fringe shield players and mm. first grade players and stuff. Uh, and the West Indies played 
Uh, they've made 424 for nine declared and four for 114. And they drew against New South Wales ACT, who made four for 426. They got the first innings points. Uh, Blake McDonald hit 177 red. Ollie Davies hit 115. A couple of other guys hit 50. Actually, Justin Demondano is playing in that mm. game as well. He hit 50 as well. And the other guy whose name escapes me. Um, the <coughs> PM11 um, starts on Wednesday. Both Ashton Agar and Todd Murphy have been selected, I think, with India in mind for that uh, for that game. But um, just doesn't bode well because, like, the West Indies bowling attack was like uh, Alzari Joseph, um, Brathwaite was bowling. Um, uh, name name other players that. Um, Jaden Seals is he up Jayden, with them? Jaden Seals, yes. He's a good player. I think Kemar Roach was bowling that game. It was, it was like a full strength bowling attack. Um, who bowled sort of 14, 15, 16 overs each. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Australia. You know, here's a couple of roads to destroy your inside before mm-hmm. we even begin. Yep. Zero chance of wickets here. So and we'll safety. get a couple of first pl- first grade players to beat you on first innings as well. And yep. a song. Yep. And it's a good song. It's the Wales <laughs> ACT song. Anyway, the PM, PM's 11 game starts tomorrow. And then the first test is at, uh, is at Perth there. Uh, Wednesday week. He goes just quick, just quickly, just just to just to tie a bow around the summer beginning. Mm-hmm. Cummins meeting Gilchrist to mend the rift. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just quickly, just imagine that chat. People who didn't pick up this story, right? Pat Cummins, according to the story, I'm not yeah. sure how these things come together, but Cummins. Neither one of the out. neither one of the uh, player of those two people, Gilchrist or Cummins, commented. On it happening. But oh well, that's it. Well, yeah. obviously it happened. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like a Warner and Slater fighting yeah. in the Maldives. That didn't happen. <laughs> no, it didn't. Why are we talking about then? Oh, no, it didn't happen. Uh, apparently, it was over. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say. Um, <laughs> just imagine the chat with like Cummins and Gilchrist sit- sitting down, like you know, the two most normal people from their respective generations, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, you know, w- when you're in a diplomatic um, kind of engagement, like you've got to start with points of agreement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 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 let's agree that there's a couple of blokes floating round mm-hmm. who are a bit, how you going? <laughs> you know? As a starting point. As a starting let's point. Let's agree with we that. We agree. Yeah. Right, a couple of floating round, yeah. how you going? Not let's, good or bad, they're just yeah, a bit, how, how you, you going? going? Yeah. Let's agree that we're both very good at cricket. Yeah. You know? The sort of all-time great, yeah. impending all-time great. Right, right, um, right, right. But then yeah, after that, you're like, why does Cummins have to do this? Yeah. Why does he have to do this? I, I know, like, I'm sure he sought out Gilchrist. You know, Gilchrist accepted it. So that's good, you know, that, that Gilchrist does I'm that. Sure he's, I'm sure Cummins instigated because he, he must be like, can we stop getting fucking hammered anytime we don't win a game by an innings by just ex-players that be like, well, mm, you see? Mm. But that's just, they just mm. come across as a bit, like, a bit needy, I think, the ex-players. Like, it's a bit sad that they, they, they appear to need, like, eternal deference as to how to play cricket and the style with which you've got to play it. Like, you yeah. just have to do it like us. It's like, like the Old Testament God. You know, like, right. like just just bougieing anyone who doesn't oh, worship angry. him correctly. Yeah, angry God. Sometimes yeah. bougieing them if they do correctly. Yeah. You know, and you just got to accept it because yeah. he's God. Yeah, it's just that anything I say by definition is is correct. Yeah, fuck, there was a big gun on the Old Testament. Oh, frogs, fuck. locusts, mate. He's smashing everyone. God, oh. he's. Fucking angry. Oh, it was like Great Hayden to, walking down the wicket exactly, by exactly, medium just, paces. Fucking just, see you later. Just, Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Deference at all costs. I'm going to chest this down the ground. Yeah. yeah you know, it's like, it's like, I feel like the current generation just realised they'll never be as good as dad, you know, right. and, and or, or good enough for dad. Mm-hmm. And dad knows that too. And and that's the that's the dynamic. Right. And so like the, like all kids, they just forge their own identity. They do it their own way. You know, what with the, the cargo shorts and the skateboards, you know, <laughs> and the video games. Okay. Uh, and yeah, uh, like uh, it, it's 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 kind of sad that it, that it comes to that. But I hope that like the, I hope that the older generation like just 
stop smashing them all the time mm. because they dared to want to do things in a way that works for them during their brief period playing for Australia. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's all. Uh, all right. We are going to speak to Glenn Maxwell, but before we do, Pez, we need to give a shout out to our dear friends at Budgie Smuggle, where right now they are having their Black Friday sale. You can get 20% off store wide when you spend $200 or more at budgiesmuggler.com, but it doesn't end there, Pez. It doesn't end there. There are five golden tickets kicking about as well. Yeah, they're gonna uh, they're gonna release five um, golden tickets, which is a hundred dollar voucher every day between yesterday, yes, as we go to air, yes, and uh, the twenty eighth, which I is believe, next Monday, which is next Monday. So it's that they're going absolutely massively. Uh, what are the big What are the big ticket items here? I've always written down. Uh, I mean, we were talking the other day about we we're talking about party shirts last week. We've fucking got them here. Let's, yeah. let, let's actually get a little bit dynamic on this. Look at this bad boy. You get some of your bad boys. I actually. Look at this. Is it, I mean, you, you you are the life if you're a tu- if you're turning up in this malarkey. See, we were we were wearing the party shirts last week, and look, party season is coming. There's no there's no question about that. I would um, like to wear them this week, but it's it feels like nine degrees. Yeah, it's actually you know, nine in, degrees in, 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 Melbourne in Melbourne today. Now, look, that Imagine that won't that won't last forever because because party season is just around the corner mm. now. If you do have a party in mind. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this, is, this is this is the kind of gear mm. that you need to be uh, kidding, kidding yourself out with. Kidding around, uh, you know. There's gonna be there's gonna be club Christmas party seasons. Mm. Uh, it's gonna be silly shirts. It's gonna be party shirt season. Maybe you have a little friend Christmas get together. Maybe mm-hmm. you have an orphans Christmas coming up. Yeah. And maybe there's a theme oh. to that Christmas. You oh, know. And maybe it's party Christmas. shirts. Maybe it's shit shirts. I mean, these aren't mm. shit shirts at all. But mm. you want to bring something wild. You bring some mm. energy. You want to bring some color. You need to go to budgiesmuggler.com. You get twenty percent off store wide for Black Friday. 20% off store wide for, for orders of $200 or more. Uh, party shirts and, and best selling um, budgies as well. Pink pineapples, flamingo. Look at this. Is that, that That's the rubber ducky. I've got all this sort of stuff. Yeah, we're, we're, talking about, we're talking about the summer starting. Range we're talking about the summer it's starting. Fucking Terry Telling. Well. You can't put on this Terry Telling without feeling like you're yeah. fucking partying as well. Yeah, exactly. It actually, would double up. Yeah. It'll double up as a bit of cricket stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of people in the, in the crowds at uh, these games uh, wearing. There's there's more to that sentence. I haven't seen many people in the crowd at all, but uh, yeah, that's right. Many people yeah. at the crowd wearing budgie smuggler gear. So yeah. it's great cricket yeah, attire. Game. It's breathable. It's light. It's fashionable. It's colours. Yeah. It's it makes you feel like you're home for the summer. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah I, do, I do know what you mean. Where do you get it? Uh, budgiesmuggler.com or budgiesmuggler.com.au if that's your proclivity and preference. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your proclivities. Mm. Okay, Pez. Uh, also for T20 stars, more value, more Black Friday gear going off it's 30 percent at t20 stars 30 percent off at t20 t20 stars whole range online t20stars.com 30 percent off black friday sale the promo to use to get it listen up is black friday 30 so black friday 30 everything everything fucking in on online on the line Online and if on the High Line of New if, York. If you're, <laughs> oh, what a great spot! If you're thinking about shadow batting on the High Line, we want mm. to see those photos with some T20 mm. stars. I mean, if you're thinking about getting the stick and you get thirty percent off, and it's good gear as well. Mm. We've used the gear. You've mm. seen us use the gear. It's fresh gear. It's nice gear. It's mm. good gear. Thirty mm. percent off a stick, pads, gloves, whatever. That is that is mm. job done. See you later. Job. Yeah, it's job done. See you later. Exactly. And what's uh, the code again? The code is Black Friday three zero. And also, every order over a hundred dollars, the customer. Who, which is what we refer to all of you as. That's right. Um, yeah. Will receive a complimentary Shane Watson signed cricket ball. Oh, that's fucking fuck straight from the mid of water. Get out so of here. You know Come he's, on. He's been touching something that's touched the ball that you'll be holding. I rate that highly. I rate that highly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a good looking bloke, Shane Watson. <laughs> it's just a lot. Dresses nicely, nice loafer. Salad's looking very good. Salad's looking better than ever. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I mean, how, the, salad, the salad's never looked bad. Don't get me wrong. on the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay to say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
That's t20stars.com, 30% off all the range for Black Friday. All right, here he is. Here's Glenn Maxwell. What happened, Maxie? Welcome to the grade cricketer. I make dick jokes on the internet. Bush horse. Bush horse. Bush horse. Bush horse. Bush horse. Fuck. The elite bush horse. Bush horse. Bush horse. Just troubling. It's the least intimidating noise. <laughs> Sex. Bush horse. Bush horse. Bush horse. Pumping, pumping. Bush horse. is an elite bush horse. Pumping safety. Pumping aggression. Pumping an elite bush horse. Josh Hazel. Fuck. Funk Master Flex. Tossmaster Finch. Tossmaster Finch. Tossmaster. Tossmaster Finch. Pumping Josh Hazel. An elite bush horse. Bush horse. Fuck. Bush horse. Demolition job stuff. Who doesn't fucking clean the stables? <laughs> That'll do, boys. Absolute pleasure to be joined by the explosive, dynamic, and uh, deeply injured Glenn Maxwell uh, on the show. Uh, no doubt doing this because he's now got heaps of time. Uh, Maxie, sorry for the circumstances, uh, but welcome back to the show. Good to, well, I'd like to say it's good to be back, but it's um, it's a shame that I'm free. <laughs> can you kind of, I mean, for those who are watching on YouTube, like, uh, can you just describe the setup and what the next couple of months look like for you or even just the next month? Um, it's probably just, that's, that's <laughs> the next three weeks. Um, and the next three weeks hopefully looks a bit like the other leg. <laughs> 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 I, I don't, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be just stuck on this couch for a, a month and a bit. So, um, I'm just trying to like get into my Homer Simpson groove and like sort of make sure make sure my cheeks are well worn in and um yeah I I just just be sitting here and chilling out I suppose. So were you were you in the four to six bracket or the sort of the twelve to fourteen bracket? Like how many beers had you had? Uh, it was probably four to six. Um, <laughs> May I? Which which is which is embarrassing because if I had have had been in the twelve to fourteen bracket. I might not have felt it, so it would have been okay, and I would have been numb to the pain. I would have been all right, but I certainly felt every part of it, and um, and knew exactly what I'd done straight away, which is it was it was pretty sickening. Um, and and my wife, when she sort of walked over and had a look at me, she's like, "Oh, it's probably just dislocated. It's fine. Um, just just lay there. You'll be okay." Um, and then when we got to the hospital, she goes, oh, it'd be funny if it was just dislocated, wouldn't it be? And then I got the um, got the x-rays back straight away and she's like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. <laughs> I, just glossed, I just glossed over your pain like it was nothing. And um, it, was, uh, yeah, it was pretty traumatic. So, so this, is, this is what we read, Maxie. Like, it was a freak injury due to an accident at a friend's 50th birthday party, um, running around a tennis court with his friends when the pair tripped and fell and the cricketer's leg became trapped, fractured left fibula, 
out for three months. So that's what we read. Uh, how much of that is true? And I'd like to go into a sort of blow-by-blow account of what you were doing with the bloke, tennis court staff, yeah. um, just so the audience and the, the public at large can um, to understand. You know, <laughs> Has the media reported this faithfully? Uh, they have reported that heavily incorrect. So when I... Um... When I spoke to the doctors, because I spoke to the doctor that night as soon as it happened and told him exactly what happened, I spoke to the CA doctor the next day, said the same thing. And then I read a report like the following day that there was a tennis court involved and I was like, I have no idea where that's come from. <laughs> and I'm like, I've gone from sitting around a cheese board having a, having a quiet one with at a 50th to all of a sudden playing tennis with uh, a sumo wrestler. Um <laughs> So <laughs> I just don't know where it all, all came from. So it's um because yeah, I was just... imagining that you're doing like a three-legged race. You know yeah. what I mean? With yeah. the... oh, well, my my leg ended up being the third leg. It actually snapped completely off and oh. ended up over the side there. So it was um it was pretty gruesome. Um, but yeah, it was just it was so innocuous. And as I said to I said in an interview yesterday, I was I've done a lot of dumb things on and off the field where. Like I, I dove on the boundary, ended up hitting the fence, and like not a scratch. Like I'm fine. Like jumped into a pool, which is probably not deep enough to do a bomb into, and like going, oh geez, that was pretty shallow. I probably shouldn't do that again. Not a scratch, absolutely fine. And then to do something like so innocuous, and then just slip a little bit, and then the other guy slip at the same time, and then all of a sudden there goes your big bash. Mm. It just. It's just so strange and so weird and frustrating. Um, yeah, so it's just annoying. So you were just like going, you were walking and you slipped and someone else slipped and you just got caught? No, I was in a, I'd say a half jog. Okay. I wasn't moving too fast and um, I was sort of half chasing him and then sort of he turned around and I sort of slipped a little bit when he stopped and then we both sort of held on to each other and he was he's a bit bigger than me and... Um, Unfortunately, I ended up slightly on the wrong angle where my foot got stuck underneath, and he fell on top of the on top of the leg, and it it made a horrific noise. And I I heard and felt it, and mm. knew exactly what had happened straight away. Which is, I, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. And um, yeah, it's, it was pretty horrific. And I, I tell you what, it reminded me of straight away. I, I remember when um, Nathan Brown broke his leg um, at. Uh, I think at that stage it was like Telstradome or Colonial. Yep. Yeah, um, get it right. <laughs> and yeah, it could have been one of like seven names. Telstradome. Um, mm. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he was sort of like in shock at the time. There was no sort of emotion. And I sort of had that sort of, after two initial like loud screams, mm. I went through the same sort of clarity and like just sort of told everyone, all right, this is what's happened. I just need everyone just to give me a little bit of space. Just broken my leg. If anyone could just like get me some like a towel to lay my head on, and then we'll work out the next plan of attack. And then, um, so yeah, I laid there for about forty-five minutes, and then uh, finally got a hold of the one of the um, Victorian team doctors, um, who said that I could be moved into a into a car, and then driven to a hospital. And that was probably about a forty-five fifty-minute road over a lot of speed bumps while I'm holding my leg off the ground <laughs> because I just couldn't put any weight on it. So. It was probably, yeah, so that happened early nine o'clock-ish and then I got to the hospital about 11. Um, so that was Day for speeches. Shit, and then I <laughs> oh, just, just, just missed speeches. Um, and then oh, I saw the surgeon the next day at probably about 
2 p.m. So I didn't get a wink of sleep from then on, and it was just it was pretty horrible couple of hours. It was a pretty horrible day. Have you had many messages? Of, I know uh, during the World Cup you said happy birthday to Virat. Has he got in contact to say, well, you guys should put their up here or something? Has Johnny Berso got in contact saying, stop copying me? Uh, Jason Gillespie said, well, I did it on Tiger's nose. Um, <laughs> have you had many messages of support? You would not believe it, but 15 minutes ago, just before our, our call, Matthew Elliott called me. <laughs> and when his name popped up, I was like, "Oh no!" He feels, he feels, he feels like this is our this is our thing in common. We're both at Fitzroy Doncaster, and he the first thing he asked was who it was, and I confirmed it. And he goes, "I knew it. I knew exactly who it was." Um, <laughs> uh, he's um, but yeah, he's been around our club for a while now. With his his two well, um, Sam playing there as well, uh, Zach. Uh, did start at Fitzroy Doncaster, his other son. So, um, yeah, he was good to chat to. And um, he said, oh, anytime you need to talk, I've got plenty of experience around this. And, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was an odd, odd number to sort of just pop up on your phone randomly. So you're obviously like protecting the identity of the person you were entangled with and we don't know why you were chasing him and whether you were playing catch and kiss or sort of if you just want to tag him. Um, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But are you, can you, is this person that you were entangled with, like are they involved in grade cricket? Is this, is this what we're saying? Is it another grade-related? Uh, has, has grade cricket stuffed us here? <laughs> I, I, did, I did play a lot of cricket with him um, at Fitzroy Doncaster. Okay. Um, but he was also my um, he was also my TAFE uh, teacher at one stage when I was at, at Cedar. Okay. Um, and he's still very heavily involved. And um, but yeah, he's he's had a I wouldn't say a tougher week than me, but he hasn't had a great week. Um, we've been in contact pretty regularly, but yeah, he's he's pretty flat about the whole the whole incident. He came off okay, presumably as well. Well, he's bigger than me, so I, I wouldn't have made – if it, the roles were reversed, I wouldn't have made a dent. It wouldn't have been a problem, but it, it, unfortunately, it was just the wrong way around. Well, if he's a great player, he's probably just trying to get another game for the Big, big Bash, take out mm. one of the stars, <laughs> get himself in. If COVID hits again, there's a good chance he might be in. <laughs> so he's not he, he's knocked off one. He's just got 18 to go. I was going to say, uh, if he's involved in great cricket, I didn't know that, then uh... – Presumably, this this also means that he, he'll uh, he and Matthew Elliott will get you down to Fitzroy Doncaster just to help out with the boys as yeah. well. But throw a few balls, and like, you, you'd be pretty keen with his free time to, to get down to the club. I don't know. Uh, just feed yeah. a few balls into the bowling machine, yeah. um, stand behind the net, sort of yeah. critique their techniques and all that sort yeah. of thing. I'll be yeah. I'll be I'll be there. I might do some scoring. Uh, I might get my <laughs> keep my days going. Do you know how to score? Oh, well, I did. Um, I feel like I did it a lot as a junior. I absolutely love doing it. And then apparently someone said they tried to score the other day, but the score books had changed. And I was like, oh, no. It's, it's, it's like the new iPhone that you've got to learn all the new apps and the, like the new buttons that you've got to press. And um, I, I, I'd be the sort of person that would bring in my pencil case full of um, like different colored pens. I'd, I think I'd really enjoy that. I'd be a nuffy. I'm, I'm, a, nuff, I'm a nuffy, so I would, yeah. I would actually enjoy that. I mean, while we've got you, I know it was about like, we wanted to clear up a lot of stuff about the injury and whatever. But like, um, because you played in the Australia team in the World Cup, you now have to explain um everything. So, 
like lots of our audience will have. <laughs> Why didn't we win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did we get what we wanted all the time? Um, no, like, like lots of our audience will have heard or observed criticism about things like, you know, Finchie speaking of tiredness or others talked about lack of intensity and emotion and Hilzo said maybe we don't win hard enough uh, and some other popular guy called it un-Australian. Um, do, you, do you regret now not netting more and making angrier faces in the field or maybe running faster to your spot between overs, patting more blokes on the bum, drinking beers more aggressively, um, even though, on the other hand, England who won, like their coach said they didn't have to train? Just looking back on the yeah, world. Yeah, I, I wish I was probably more active on Instagram, posting photos of like passion and like great <laughs> win today, boys. And it's me celebrating a 50. Um, maybe um, just, I, I wish I probably had done a little bit more things like that. I think that's, that's very, that's a very English thing. And that's probably why they won. They were very, I suppose, social media centric. Mm. Um, they knew exactly what their fans wanted. It's like, Liam Livingston hitting the ball out of the stand and going, great day today, lads. Great win by the boys and and him doing everything. So I think I think I probably should have done more more of that and then hopefully we would have got the fans on side. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you reflect on the World Cup though, Maxie? Like, because I mean Australia lost one game and then that was it. And Pakistan lost three games in the World Cup and they made the final. Um, though one of them was the final. You know, like is it is that just the nature of the tournament only being five games? Is it um is it in any way linked to what happened in the UAE where Australia were underdogs going into that? Or is it just is it just that's the nature of T twenty cricket where it's just uh if you yeah, unless you're perfect or things go your way, then you are not gonna make a final. Well, I think that's exactly right. Unless things go your way and yeah um and you have that bit of luck throughout the tournament, I think like we basically lost the first game inside the first four overs where we uh, where Finn Allen played out of his skin and hit everything for four or six. And we were just like, there's nothing that actually we can do. We tried everything um, and he just pumped it. And then he barely made a run for the rest of the tournament. And it was just like, well, we just caught him on his good day and, and that can happen. And and we know we've done that to teams as well. Stoinis did that against Sri Lanka where there is nothing they could have bowled that wasn't going to get hit out of the park. Um, so we know we had the ability to do that. We just... Unfortunately, we just weren't able to throw the first punch in that game. And um, all of a sudden, we didn't. I, the one thing I do get frustrated is I would have loved to have played that game against England. Um, and and win, win, or, win or lose, at least just sort of see where you're at as a team. Like, it's that would have been amazing. I think it was a sellout at the MCG. Two teams, whoever wins that will probably be in the finals. Um, and I think that would have been a really good sign of where we're at. If we lose that, sure, throw the abuse at us. Not, not a problem. We'll, we'll cop it. But it sort of felt like we didn't really get the opportunity to sort of show we, where we were as, at as a team. And, um, yeah, I suppose that's just the one frustrating thing. And even I look at the Ireland game, um, Tucker came in and, and he played the, the probably the innings of the Ireland, Ireland tournament. He, he smacked them all over the place. And we didn't bowl badly. He just played some amazing shots and, and went for everything and it just came off for him. So it's it's one of those things where a couple of guys had days out against us. Rashid Khan, I think, was averaging three before he played against us in the last game and, and smacked us everywhere and and that can happen. And um, As I said, I don't, I don't think we did a whole lot wrong. They just, a couple of guys had days out just against us and um, unfortunately we bore the brunt of it. 
Funny when hearing you describe what happened, Maxi, and like you seem to reflect a, a very kind of modern psychology about T20 cricket that mightn't connect very well with how a lot of guys from yesteryear might cricket, <laughs> you know, like, but, but like it, it, it I, I do think it's interesting, you know, you obviously made those comments where, you know, it doesn't mean anything and you move on pretty quickly, which was definitely reported faithfully and not taken out of context, but it, it was, exactly uh, right. um, <laughs> but I thought it was a really candid comment and like about the kind of psychology that's needed to survive in international cricket in 2022. You know, it's just kind of how you have to see things, but like a lot of the older guards seize upon it and run it through the principles of yesteryear, you know, where your life's got to be on the line every minute you're, you're wearing the, the green and gold and nothing else on earth matters more. Like, does it, does it frustrate you that there seems to be like a disconnect between like the direction of international cricket where you're always moving, there's always a new game. You've got to adjust yourself mentally as a result and the expectations of like former greats and maybe the public who are just very like nationally focused, summer focused, exclusion of all else. Like, like how, how do you solve that? Just solve that. Jeez. Uh, um, <laughs> solve, solve the, the disconnect. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's so hard because, I look at yesteryear, they're, they're all our heroes. They're all the guys that we used to watch growing up. They played in their two formats. They played their one-day cricket. They played their test cricket. And we all loved watching it. Um, there was nothing. There was no other outside tournaments for them to be involved in. So we were basically just waiting the whole year for Australia to play in a tournament. And when they did, our full focus was there. These days, we've got cricket that runs 24-7, 12 months of the year, and players have to choose their own breaks if they if they want them. If they're out of form, they might want to keep going to try and find that form. If they're if they're flying, they might want to break and have a month off here and there. And um, and regardless of what decision you make, you'll get sprayed for it. You'll get cr- crucified for whatever decision you make. And um, and and that's just the nature of modern day cricket. Like we have absolutely no time off unless we choose to take time off because of the schedule and, the, and how many tournaments are on throughout the year. And, um, and, and as we said, I think we've got um, what Pat Cummins now, uh, captain of the Australian ODI and test side. There is, there's no way he's going to be able to play every game for Australia over the rest of his career. So we're going to have to rest our captain at, at certain stages because just the, the way the schedule is and the, the amount of Australian cricket that's going around the year, you actually can't physically play all three formats um, and stay physically and mentally healthy where you're able to give you 100% every time. So I think that there's there's a little bit of a disconnect in the fact that I, I don't think they quite understand the amount of the toll it takes on your body playing those three formats, the um, the amount of other, other things we have to do, I suppose, these days. And, and yes, that comes with extra money yep we get paid very well these days and that's a byproduct of what they did in, in the yesteryear and um th- they set the game up for us to to for us to have these opportunities these days but we still we, st- we still find ourselves having to sort of i suppose defend ourselves for um for being cooked after having playing 15 series in the space of a month and um and sort of not having that empathy i suppose um shown from up above Mm. You're actually one of the only guys though that was trying to play more formats. It seems like Max, you're going to play the uh, play the Shield this year, and then to try and get yourself into the into the Test frame for that India tour in uh, what February and March. I mean, what does this leg break mean for that? 
Yeah, it serves me right for trying to think about Red Bull cricket and then uh, all of a sudden the cricket gods go, no, 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 no. We'll snap your leg for you so you don't have to think about that. Um, But yeah, I I was actually, I was, I've I've said this before, I I was actually really excited for the next month of cricket. Um, Those two Shield games, I haven't played Red Bull cricket since 2019 um, where I played um, Shield for, for Victoria and it was one of those things where I was I was really looking forward to it. after the World Cup finished. Um, obviously, we had that week week break before the England series, um, so I knew I had these three one days, and then straight after that to go into two Shield games, I was I was really excited, and I, I thought that was going to be a really good, um, really good chance just to get back to batting and not really be under any run rate pressure, not be under any sort of scoreboard pressure, just be able to go out there and bat and spend some time in the middle and. Enjoy the enjoy just being out there and playing my own game, which is um, sometimes not always a luxury afforded to you in T Twenty cricket, where you're looking up and you need ten and over, and you, you've got to put the foot in the accelerator straight away and um, and adapt to what's in front of you. But yeah, I was certainly looking forward to what was coming up, and um, yeah, it's just it is just a bit disappointing. I still might be able to get some um, shield cricket towards the back end of the season, but um, yeah, it's still a long way away. And now you're obviously showing your commitment to your country, so so the former greats will kind of um, like will will sort of be confident in you and, and and praise that. So will you right now, like Pat Cummins, withdraw from RCB and the IPL and and its money just to um just to demonstrate you're here for Australia whenever we need you at any time? <laughs> Not a chance. I'm 34. I've got to cash in every opportunity I possibly can. Um, my 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 career my career is, hasn't got long left, so I've got to make sure that. I make every cent possible, and then I can retire very, very happy. But I've still got, let's be honest, I've still got outside of the IPL. Well, now I've got this basically two month, two and a half, three month break. Um, I've got an opportunity to set myself up for the back end of my career. Hopefully, get some strength up. Um, trying to eradicate any soft, soft tissue injuries that I potentially might come up as as an older player and. Um, and hopefully this extends my career by a year or two and I can I can play a little bit longer for Australia. And, um, and there's a couple of World Cups coming up in the next two years, which I'm really excited to be involved in. And I'm hoping, as bad as this injury is, I'm hoping that there's a, there's a silver lining to it where I can, um, I suppose, be fully fit for the back end of my career and, um, and hopefully it turns into some, some victories and we can carry a couple of trophies around with us. We were talking earlier about uh, how Osuriku Miyadab is just doing amazing things in New Zealand as well. And then, and Virat said that uh, he didn't watch it, but um, it sounded like it was a good innings. Um, so I'm wondering if you had the time maybe to watch that innings and, and perhaps like what he is doing, what Yadab is doing is just unbelievable. Have you, have you seen a guy in such touch before consistently? So, so this is how much of a nappy I am. I, I didn't know the game was on and I, I went onto the cricket.com app. And I saw the scorecard from the first innings and I, I screenshot it and sent it straight to Finchie. I said, what is going on here? This bloke's batting on a different planet. So I said, look at everyone else's scores and look at this bloke that's 111 off 50. What is going on? He goes, mate, he's, he's way too good. So the next day, um, I watched the full replay on KO oh, um, and w- watched, watched the whole innings. And it was just, it's just extraordinary because he's, the embarrassing thing is he's so much better than everyone else. Mm. It's a, it's actually hard to watch. It's like, oh god, <laughs> not even, like no like no one we've got is close to that. No one anyone else has got is close to that. Like 
sometimes when, like during the IPL, Butler was pretty close. But Sarukumar Yadav is doing it in such a bizarre, like un, ungainly way where he's hitting the middle of bat by just like stepping across, deciding to sweep someone who's by 145 from off the wicket on the other side and then just putting his head down, walking down, chewing some gum, glove tap, <laughs> glove tap, bat tap, sort of a bit of a swagger. And off he goes and does it again. It's just, he's playing some of the most ridiculous shots I've ever seen. And he's doing it stupidly consistently. It's just, it's actually a bit hard to watch because it just makes everyone else look so much worse for not being able to do that. Yeah. Can you can you give us a like an expert insight into what it is that is working for him? Do you know, or, or is it you're just looking at it going, oh, how are you middling these these balls so often? Like what 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 is his? How would you describe his method and and how how he goes about his his batting? Well, he plays the field so well, um, and his wrists and hand speed is is so quick that he's able to make a a last minute adjustment or last second adjustment to make sure that he can get the ball into a gap. Um, I think early on in his innings, he plays and misses a little bit because he's going so hard at the ball. He's trying to put the bowler under so much pressure. So unless you get him out in those first four or five balls, I don't think you can get him out. He's just so good. And the way he plays spin, the way he hits it over cover, uh, he hasn't really shown people a lot in international cricket, but he reverses really well. He sweeps strong and, and he still is able to hit the ball straight down the ground. And to have that ability to hit the ball around the ground, but so powerfully all over the place. I mean, he, he, as soon as a quick bowls fast over the top of the stumps, all of a sudden he's already moving in position to hit a straight bat shot over fine leg for six. And it just goes miles. And he's able to get his hands through so fast. I think that, that innings he played at Perth Stadium was one of the most ridiculous scenes I've ever seen. Having batted on that wicket a couple of days before, that's that's incredible, especially for an Indian to um, bat in those conditions and be so successful. It was just incredible. He'll obviously be hoping for a big bash uh, contract soon. Then if he keeps if he keeps playing like that, um... <laughs> we don't we don't we don't have enough money in our whole, whole entire cap to get him. So there is no chance. We have to we have to sack every player and then sack all of our cricket Australia like contracted players and then hope. That he takes unders. <laughs> how do you how do you go watching the Australian team? Obviously, they're playing in the ODI series at the moment. Like I found, like when you are injured, like like not not playing. If you if you choose not to play, then that's fine mentally speaking. But when it gets taken away from you, not to not be not to be able to play, that's like excruciating, right? Like so, how do you find watching watching the Australian team play and Smudge just sort of you know chip it around for eighty off one ten? No, it's I actually really enjoy that and. Funny thing is, I think when they're in the when they're in the field, I sort of go into captaincy mode a fair bit. So I'm already already thinking about what I do, what I what I change fields I'd have for certain things. And as soon as they make a change that I agree with, I'm like, yeah, great stuff, lads, great work. It's like I'm there. It's like I'm it's like I'm fielding it mid off, and I'm yelling at them, going, no, we need to change this and that. They, they've they've been they've been going really well. And, um, nice to actually get a series win over England. Um, they've been such a difficult team to beat in white ball cricket for a long period of time. So. Um, for us to get two 0 up against them is um, is an awesome effort by the guys. Even even after resting our captain after the first game, which is um, which was interesting. I didn't expect that, but um, looked like Hoff did a good job, and it'll be interesting to see your captains today. 
<laughs> I mean, you, you, you mentioned Captain Steve Maxey. Uh, <clears throat> everyone's been asked whether they want to be captain of the Aussie teams. A few vacancies coming up. I mean, you, you just had Ricky Ponting come out in your corner. That's got to feel pretty fucking good, doesn't it? Hunter, <laughs> Maxey. It does feel pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> actually, the, the stupid thing is I did a, um, I did a interview with Punter at Kookaburra um, about a week and a half ago, just before I got injured. And, um, we sat there and talked about his cricket bats for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought them all into Kookaburra because they're doing a Kahuna Icon um, release this this summer for the Big Bash, which I was supposed to be using. So I have to pass it on to someone else now. But um, it, it was awesome to chat to him. And then the following day, I played in the Vic Pro-Am um, golf tournament. And he was caddying for the, the other guy in my group. So we walked around the golf course for 18 holes, talking absolute garbage and didn't really talk any cricket the whole time, which was um, which was pretty surprising. But uh, he's always been a close mate. We've been lucky enough to spend a fair bit of time together, and um, it was nice of him to mention me for captaincy. But it doesn't really excite me that much. I think for the Australian team, there's too much pressure. Everyone wants wants something from you at the Australian side. Where when I'm captain of the Stars, no one cares. Like, <laughs> I can just I can just sort of go off to the side and sort of oh well yeah it was probably my fault. But no no one writes weeks worth of articles if I stuff up for the stars, but stuff up for the Aussie team. All of a sudden your position's under pressure, you suck, you're holding the team back. Oh, it's it's not fun. It doesn't look like fun. So you're not winning hard enough for yeah. Hills. Not Arsenal. winning not not drinking beers hard enough, not not putting <laughs> Instagram posts up hard enough. Like, <laughs> Is that why? Is that why? Like, is that why Hoff got given the got given the armbags? He's not online, like, and that yeah, might be the first Australian captain that we've had since maybe Michael Clark. Obviously, yeah. Clark's online now, but like back in the day, yeah. AB, AB, yeah, AB. yeah, yeah. Steve War on social media. I haven't seen. Oh. Yeah, 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 a bit oh, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. charity yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. in India, like hitting cycling, hitting kids over cover. Yeah. You know, bowling to him. Probably shows I don't follow him, uh, so that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> I think that's where the disconnect is. Uh, we don't follow enough of the past players on, ah, on social media. We found it. Yeah. We found yeah. it. Yeah. What, what about the but, stars captaincy there, Maxie? Do, do you have a sense of who might uh, assume the role in your absence? No, nah, I'm still captaining. I'm just going to do it from the sideline. I'm going <laughs> to sit in a chair and just point fingers um, and then and then blame everyone else when it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. We've got it. We've obviously got a couple of your favourites, Stoin and Zamps, um, who are probably in line to do the job. Um, but I think we're lucky at the stars. We've got a fair amount of experience, a lot of senior players that can sort of chip in. I think over the last couple of years, I've sort of tried to um, sort of spread the role, not have too much pressure on myself and sort of get other guys involved to, um, I suppose, sort of um, release the burden a little bit, make sure that everyone sort of feels like they're... Um, involved and having a having a say in the decisions that are getting made on the field so it's more of a team environment more of a team decision and um win together you lose together and i feel like that's been that's been good for the group it's been good for the team morale and um hopefully that sets us up i think even for this year without having myself there hopefully the guys are ready to step in and, and take over just finally, an entirely speculative question, but you're sitting on the couch. You've obviously got a chance to scroll through social media. I mean, surely you've come across the, the great um, man-cat incident from Victoria and Subby's cricket <laughs> over the weekend. Of course I have. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we just talked about at the top of the show, just as, as kind of like not passing judgment on anyone. It was just a great performance from everybody. Yeah. And it's a it's a great, you know, introduction to the summer of Australian cricket, various things that were said, like uh, uh, rather than passing judgment, like, what you know, what was your favourite part of that clip? 
you know, did, did you have any thoughts you want to pass on? Uh, my favorite part of the clip was probably the, um, the sideline commentary. Um, <laughs> the guy, the guys in the background, just really giving the batter their, their absolute genuine thoughts, exactly what they thought about the whole procession of events. And, they were honest. There was there was plenty of elite honesty going on from the boundary line, and um, I, I thought they they said it exactly how they saw it. And it, to be fair, the batter's in the wrong. Let's be honest. If you've been if you haven't turned on the TV over the last twelve months and didn't know what was going on, it, it's your own fault. Stay in your bloody crease. And hats off to the bowler. He 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 knew exactly what he was doing. He didn't even look like he was going to try and bowl yeah, that ball. Yeah. It, he ran towards the stumps. He didn't even start a jump. He just <laughs> ran and just took the, took the bales on. There was no load up. There was nothing. At the battle, the battle was miles out. It wasn't even close. And, and, and so, if, if you get a little village. chopped up, you... it was village. <laughs> little uh, chop out over for for RCB next year, Maxi. You might have a look yourself if if, yeah. if it's on. A little, little non-striker run out. Well, I was considering giving it a try um, during the practice match against India at the Gabba when there was no no crowd there. So I thought this could this could be like just a good tester. Um, one way, but, un- but un- unfortunately, I had Rohit Sharma sitting on his bat at one end and KL Rahul um, on strike, and they were about none for seventy off three overs. So I was like, <laughs> then. They're not, they're not in too much of a rush to swap strike. They're just hitting sixes and fours. So I don't think they really care about the quick single too much. So I didn't really get an opportunity. Uh, if I had a bold at the back end, I might have given it a crack. But yeah, uh, I, maybe RCB. I think that's what they're looking for me. A bit of X factor, a couple of run outs. And um, we're, we're always looking to tick off one run out per game. And now it's actually a run out. I'll, I'm going to try and achieve that for us every year, every game. Every game. Every game. Yeah. Every game. Just a run out attempt. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll start calling me R- Ravi Chandra and Maxwell. If they haven't already. Yeah. Ravi Chandran, uh, thanks so much, mate. And uh, I think um I think it's pretty pretty big of you to submit yourself to this sort of stupidity. Um <laughs> a, 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 a difficult week for you, mate. So we're wishing you the best in recovery. Um, but all that um, stuff aside, I also, I also hope the mate that uh, did it to you gets to go in the big bash and, uh, and get you down to great training as well. <laughs> let's hope. Let's hope for him, his sake, anyway. Cheers, Maxi. Thanks, guys. There's nerves. There's nerves. Every man and his dog has a fundamentalist opinion about what to do on a wicket that does literally everything. Hype, humidity, ADOS. ADOS. Hype, humidity, ADOS. ADOS. Hype, humidity, ADOS. Submission, chaos into submission, bumper, 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 mount into humidity, bumper, mount into chaos, chaos, bumper, mount into submission, hive humidity, chaos. If you think about it, you know, um, and then if you think about it, and then bumper, bumper, chaos. If you
If you think about ADOS, if you think about ADOS, bump them out into submission. Hive community ADOS. Thank you very much to Glenn Maxwell for his time. All right, New Zealand and India, that's another series that has started. Um, it started on Friday. Uh, the first T20 was abandoned. The second T20 was the other night. And the third T20, I think, is actually today or it might be on Wednesday. I don't know when you listen to this. There's also three ODIs coming up after this. Now, in the second, oh, good. In the second T20, Indy made 191 for six and Sky hit a 49-ball century. He finished with 111. I think it was red off 51 balls. New Zealand fell well short with 126. Williamson took, uh, sorry, finished on 61. And Deepak Hooda took four for 10 in two and a bit overs. But it's uh, it's all about Surya Kumayadav, mate. I'm not sure if you've seen the innings. It's, I've seen it's, it. It, it's, it's everything. It's everything again. You know, small boundaries, sure. Um, it's just, um, I mean, no one, no one is even close at the no. moment to the level. Now, at one point, just before the World Cup, uh, Rizwan was actually the number one ranked T20 batter in the world. Now, Rizwan has obviously done some good shit, but Surya Kamayadav has been doing the most outrageous shit. I, yeah. I can remember um, I can remember in a hot minute anyway. For He's you know, taking it to a new level. I, I don't, I've never seen a guy score more freely and with uh, with better execution than like the finest of fine leg of, yeah. any, of any delivery, yeah. any length. That's his it, shot. It's, it's like it's, he can get it by, he can fucking propel the ball like yeah. off length. He can scoop, he can sweep like he did against yeah. Zimbabwe a number of times. He did the same thing here. Um, he did it really well with Lockie Ferguson as well. Um, but what like, what's amazing about it for me is the ball always seems to travel further than it seems his um, – his applied power to yes, if, yes, if that yes. makes sense. Like yep. it, it, like for, for the fact that he's just using the pace of the ball, he seems to me manage to get it off the middle of the bat and it absolutely springs off. So have a look at the bat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's a corked. But the other thing is that he, it has this effect of like, because he can scoop you or sweep or whatever, he's probably got four variations of that shot because he can do it from balls where they're literally trying to stop that shot by bowling full outside off stump. Yeah. Every so often he just abandons that shot and just pumps you over cover because yeah. you're bowling too full out there. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. So he just like, because he can get you into weird places, mm. you don't know where to bowl when mm. I sort of bowl to him. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It, mate, it, he's it, unbelievable. Do, it does remind me of A.B. De Villiers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. sort of peak areas. Because A.B. De Villiers had that sort of sweep shot off the pace yeah. bowls as well. So did Mal Loy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and often people have been comparing yeah. those two. That's right, that's right. And, um, then, and then there was the Coley tweet, obviously. Yeah, the Coley tweet, which which was, uh, which was well, I didn't see the innings, uh, but I'm sure said, it was good. I've got it here. He goes, numero uno, showing why he's the best in the world. Didn't watch it live, but I'm sure this was another video game. And he's like him, <laughs> tags him in. You know, that's just out. That's exquisite. That's, that, 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 that's just like also shows us too much cricket. Vrat's not even watching the team play. Exactly. And look, look, if you if you if you like our dailies and stuff, um, and and with the Indian audience on YouTube, getting a couple of comments like, "Where's your review of the Sky games?" Like, mate, Cole is not even watching this game. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. give us a spell yeah. from something. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like, Coley, so Virat Kohli doesn't have the time yeah. to watch his team play. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all about Sky as well. But um, but Rahul Drabba's not even. Um, he didn't go with the team after the World Cup. Um, nor did. Well, it's, it's a it's a very different team as well because Hardik Pandey is captaining. Um, Laxman's coaching. Everyone's absolutely cooked. Um, here's here's a good one as well. Um, Kane Williamson um, is going to miss the third game today or tomorrow due to a, a medical appointment that they've been booked. To, they've had booked him for a while. So they didn't say what the medical appointment was, but they, but the the medical staff said they've had this appointment for a while. They've been hard to get with his schedule, so they want to keep it. So he's missing a game because he's got a doctor's appointment. What yeah. the fuck is going on? Too oh, much cricket. Well, Kane Williamson can't even go to the fucking doctor's office. <laughs> What I like, the fuck like, is I like, that? I like in the notes, it's like due to a medical appointment that they've been trying to book for a while. Yeah. I mean, 
uh, it maybe he's got going to a specialist for something serious, you know. He, look, it is hard to get in there, but uh, yeah. um, but that is fine. Yeah, I, I like that. There's so much cricket on. It's like, listen, I've got a doctor's appointment. Uh, yeah. like, I, 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 I've just yeah. been trying to get this for a little while. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I hope he's okay. Obviously, <laughs> obvious caveats. Um, the BCCI sacked their entire selection panel after the World Cup, which they've called a disaster, absolute disaster. Uh, and there has been like a, it's a LinkedIn style ad for the new selection yeah, panel, it. and it's been about uh, it's about what the uh, what the roles and responsibilities of are the new selection panel, and they included things like picking the best team possible, <laughs> ensuring bench strength, yeah. uh, watching the Ranji Trophy and other international games. So um, real groundbreaking stuff about what, what is actually required of a selector, but, yeah. um, but they're, they're going to start picking the best team possible, which is interesting. That's just symbolic stuff, isn't it? It's just like that loss was that, – that, that was an unacceptable result exactly. in the T20 World Cup. Clean sweep. Everything's fucked. Everything's off. I've got to say, like, for, for India, the semifinal, the semifinal was, as with Australia, like bare minimum. Now, like uh, – but I mean, we didn't talk to Harsha before the World Cup and he was saying like, I don't think we're favourites and I don't think anyone really did think that they were favourites necessarily especially after you know the injuries they had and whatever but um, but it was the nature of that semi-final loss which is like not nah, unacceptable and then it sort of it's um, it brought to light all the flaws of like some sacred cow stuff you know Rohit Sharma uh, Kale Rahul you know guys not performing when they've got so many other potential mm. available but I mean this this is it feels like this is like Indian cricket always they've always had fucking amazing mm. teams and we're seeing we're seeing more of it now because of you know the IPL and, and whatever, but um, but uh, it it does feel like how can they not get like eleven of fucking amazing guys yeah. in the park all gelling at the same time? But they've actually never really done it. They've only won. A, they've only won a couple of. Well, tournaments. they're like us. They got a lot of uh, like two, three format players in the side. Like, and, and when you compare mm. it to England, mm. I, I mean, I thought the story was just that England's white ball is just so far it's ahead. So far ahead, of everyone, and, yeah. But but if you are India with the resources that you have, there shouldn't be a country that is doing a format of cricket like way better than you, like sort of streets ahead yeah, of you. Of yeah, course yeah, you can yeah. have good players from all sides and stuff. And so it's like with Australia, some structural change needs to happen. I think there's uh, he's being mooted that, you know, there's a couple of older guys that might be moved on. Mm. I, I think that it's so obvious with the um, – with the way the schedule is going and stuff, you're just going to have to have like specialist red ball, specialist white ball. Yeah, maybe isn't, one isn't it funny because both. like before the tournament, Coley was like, people were saying like Coley, like he hasn't done it in a while. Like should, should they, mm. you know, should they keep picking him? And then he turns out to be the bat of the tournament. Mm. Uh, and I just feel like Robert Sharma, one of the best white ball players of all time, still still holds the record for the mm. highest score in an ODI mm. cricket in 270 mm. or some shit, didn't right, he? I don't know. Did you see the guy in uh, Tamil Nadu game? He had yeah. 270 and that was the highest first class or list, list A in his yeah. or some shit. Get, like I watched like you know, this is just rude and pretentious from me. But like I, you know, I watched this the subbies ones as well. You know, and the, I watched the man cat, and then someone sent sent me that, and they they actually invited they're a journalist, and they invited themselves onto the show to discuss this game. Oh, that was good. They, 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 they said you should have me on to talk about this. And I was like, mate, brother, you, you're way off the pace <laughs> with with what I'm interested in right now. You now know, we like, more feedback. What I'm yeah, I didn't say that. I'm just, but it's just like, yeah. you know, it, I'm sure it's sure it's it apparently just got dropped by a CSK or something, and then he hit 270 in an Indian first-class game, and Indian first-class cricket is good. Yeah, I'm sure. I saw he's had six innings this year, and he's hit 500s. Now, okay. I'm sure that's good, you know, but mm. what's happened in subbies? Exactly. Chalky. <laughs> it's very simple, mate. <laughs> anyway, good luck to the uh, new the, the new selection panel for India, uh, mm. who are going to start picking mm. teams that are good. Okay. Um, all right, the WBBL is getting into the real is into the real shit now, Pez. Now the Sixers are already into the final. It's going to be at North Sydney Oval. They've actually yeah. they actually broke the record by winning their last game. They've yeah. won more games ever 
more games than any other team in the WBBL history. Mm. They beat their own record from yep. WBBL. Now, it annoys me when they call it WBBL 03. Now, that's the third season. This is WBBL 08, apparently, except right. it's except it's 22. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like the addition. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I do think of Southerners as additions. Uh, anyway, they're into the final and they're doing really well and they've got the best team ever. Uh, the eliminator... 11 games. 11, out 11 of, wins. 11 out of 14. 11 out of wins. Yeah. I'd be upset they've actually lost straight because their, their team is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Not just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, now, the eliminator and the challenger, the two... The six are straight through the final. Six are yeah, so straight through the final. Bear Park. Right. Saturday. So Adelaide Oval is where the Eliminator and the Challenger is going to be. The Eliminator is the Heat versus the Hurricanes, and then the Challenger is Adelaide uh, Strikers against uh, TBC. Uh, so that's what's happening in the tournament. We're into the, we're into the business end. Now, there's two, there's two, uh, two points here to talk about, Pez. Uh, Rachel Haynes uh, has retired, and she got a nice send-off uh, in her final I sent her off today. <laughs> Absolute sent off. <laughs> Absolute sent off. Uh, she played her last game for the Thunder. Talia McGrath just fucking gave it to her. Sure. <laughs> really out of line, yeah. Quite shocking. Shooter. Like knocked her over. Yeah. Back <laughs> uh, that last game was at uh, North Sydney. That was, a, that was a big derby as well. That was uh, that was Sixers and Thunder. Uh, and Rachel Hands like she was she was in at the end as well, and there was thinking about oh who's writing the scripts? This is what's going to happen. Yeah, she, right. she was like thirty red or something in the end, but uh, they fell a few runs short. Um, so that's uh, it's been a remarkable career for Rachel Hands. One of those players has done fucking absolutely everything, has won everything. Yep. Um, it's safety. It's, I it's real, the, real the word, safety, but it real is safety. And now she's doing stuff for the uh, for the UN. Remember, we're still outside. We're still outside the MCG. Oh, uh, yeah, UNICEF. Yeah, UNICEF, yeah, UNICEF, yeah. UNICEF. Sorry, yeah. the UN. Come on, mate. Ah, it's got the same letters. <laughs> I was halfway there. <laughs> hey, uh, Megan Shook took six for nineteen. The best WBBL figures of all time, indeed, against Rachel Haynes. Thunder. Uh, that's more safety stuff. That's 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 pop, mate. I, like I, it. I was watching. Uh, I was watching the WBBL the other night. It was the it was actual Rachel Haynes' last game, and I noticed the sheen of the lids. Have you no, have you noticed this? There's a, like a there's a there's a uh, a higher gloss on the sheen of the lids. No, I haven't noticed. Mate, that, I like it's it. Important. I like it. It's really good. It's I like the you know like with sixes. If you're gonna be magenta. Yes. If that's if that's going to be a color, yeah. I want it to be technicolor. I want it to have yeah, a little a bit fluoro. of a techni- yeah, exactly yeah, a little like bit of a, a little bit of an accent. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I need that. And that's I mean, what we're getting into is the Australian team in white ball cricket having yellow lids. I don't understand why that's still Man, not a I, thing I happening. I literally had that written down. I was gutted uh, that I didn't mention that at right, the top because right. that's the main takeaway gutted, from the, absolutely well, gutted, mate. Main takeaway <laughs> from the guts all over the floor, mate. <laughs> Got a knife. I've gutted myself. Got myself like a fish. So I haven't been able to talk. Doesn't stab yourself? Fillet me. <laughs> Mate, I want to fillet myself over that. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, it, it, I, I just don't. I don't understand why they wouldn't do it. Like it's just a, it's just a better coloured lid for that kid. Like just yeah. let yeah. it happen. Like yeah. they, they introduced it in twenty twenty during I think when the COVID was COVID was just kicking off, no one could go and no one was going to the games yeah. for myriad reasons. Mm-hmm. And um and they introduced they reintroduced the gold lid as like this um novel retro flashback. Yeah. It's like, mate, that's the fucking colour of yeah, the lid, that's mate. That's the colour of the lid, mate. Otherwise blokes are just literally it's like the fucking colour of the, the lid, mate. That's right. Hodgie <laughs> leading the way. Or was that Langer sort of mixed between the two? But uh like it feels it's to me it still feels like it's like uh blokes wearing like a grade lid at state training or whatever or the or the other way around. It's Mismatch. like you're wearing the test lid there. Yeah. yeah. Like they they won a twenty fifteen World Cup in the green lid. Uh, they did, yeah. But like, it can't be difficult to just make the gold lid, like, yeah. and everyone just has their lid. Just fucking do it. 
Anyway, maybe we, should, about do a, maybe WBBL, maybe we but... should do a poll. We should do a poll because maybe, like, is it, are we out of touch? No, it can't be. The children. The children are. I did, I, it, several years ago, I wrote an article for, um, what's Crick Info's long form? One called again. I forget. GQ. Uh, Gentleman's Quarterly. And, um, <laughs> do you remember when we wrote an article for GQ? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Why did we do that? I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> Just fucking around some shit. And, and it was trying to work out the best ODI, Australia ODI kits. Yes. Some, some non-stuff I was doing a couple yeah, of years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And I asked a few people on Facebook and I, at the time I was coaching uh, a, like, an, a, like a, sort of a high school team. Yeah. And uh, like year 11, 12. And they were just all adamant that the, that the green kit was the best. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, that's just, so it's, it really is just, just classical when, when conditioning. When it's just, it's, it's what you first fall in love with. Yeah. You know, it's just a, a, adapt, a, adaptation right. to that. So maybe they would think that, but the gold lid's just so novel and camp yeah, yeah, yeah. and good. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I like think it's ODI cricket. If, 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 it's if, camp. if your colour is going to be yellow, then like make it fucking yellow. Yeah. Like lean into the yellow. Yeah. Like like they do with the in the, the IPL. Chennai yeah. do, don't they? Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Just go just go all out yellow. Feels good. Gold is strong. Why do we get that colour? Gold feel gold gold's the best colour. Canary, whatever you want to call it. Now WBBL, other things, um Yeah, what are other things? Uh this was before the last round, but uh I think Pez Pez has had a great series. Yeah, really. She's the second top run scorer, maybe fifth. She's in top five run scorers, forty-one striking, one hundred and twenty-one. She's also using and her own bat. What's that called again? J- JP Gavin's bat. Nah, uh, nah. yeah, but she, it's like hers. Um, fuck, what's it called? Oh, she got her own like uh, yeah, kit like, range or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, hang on, let me let me type in. Okay, that marketing's worked. Obviously, we yeah. know she's got it. There's some general awareness of it. Yeah, yeah. New bat mm. range. Uh, yeah, we're talking talk about it. I mean, we were called yeah. Lofberg, Oak Hill, and St. Ives. That was oh, three. yeah. Oh, it's got three. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, staple. Ash, Ash, staple. staple. Okay, got staple it. Staple is the it. range. Staple, yeah. staple. Looks good. Yeah, okay. I'd expect that. I'd expect nothing less. Yeah. Ash Gardner is one underneath. Ash Gardner is based in the top five batters, top five, top two bowlers, yeah, I think, for, yeah, for yeah. runs and wickets. And she's striking 153. Mate, the other um, night she, against the Thunder, she hit 80-something yeah. and was just fucking it's paying off. Deluxe. Elisa Healy's 10 runs off the pace there. I'm going to say Ash Gardner school. might hit the cleanest ball in the WBL. Yeah, she, I think, there she, you go. I think it's clean. There you go. I've said yeah. it. Oh, wow. So i said it, yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. That's a huge call, mate. Don't at me. Aaron Burns is six. So four of the top six or something like that. That's... <laughs> Uh, six is a five of the top ten bowlers as well. It's, you know, it's good. I just think they're always contributing, the Australian women and the New South Wales women. They're just always yeah. letting us know how things should be. Yeah. Um, amidst this complete flux of cricket that I don't feel comfortable with. Well, as long as the sixes win, that's all we care about. Um, all right, before we get into hashtag AskTGC, uh, we need to thank our dear friends at Manscaped. Use the code TJC for 20% off and free shipping. Okay. Uh, this is um, uh, this is the, the copy that's titled Thankful Female. Um, this yep. holiday season, I'm giving thanks to my friends at Manscaped. I always want to make sure whatever I get my man is something he's actually going to use. And their performance package 4.0 is absolutely giving me my money's worth. He loves the product so much and his confidence has shot up since he started using them for all his grooming needs. Oh, I bet it has. How fragile is the confidence? It's just like I've I've trimmed my pubic hair, yeah, a couple of centimeters max, yeah. And if it is a couple of centimeters, you needed to do You'd that. You needed to do that. And it's just mate, the confidence is through the roof. Oh. Plummeted. 
Yeah, but I can relate to that. I mean, I'm not, sorry, not relate, but I can understand it. Mm. I can understand. I've never let it grow out to the point where it's, um, you know, you need some. Uh, where the hair's longer than the length of your penis, flaccid. <laughs> Now, again, I've been told that. That, that day hasn't come yet. Yeah, that oh, okay. Day hasn't oh, come that must yet. be nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Of course. But I can understand. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I can understand the relation. If you, if, you, if you get surfed to that point, and then the confidence will be through the roof because you'd be feeling, yeah. I mean, the optical inch is everything. Yes. I escaped the other day and I felt greatly confident. Right, um, yeah. Gift your man manscaped this holiday season so, he's, so his tree stands taller, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yep. you mean his penis looks longer yep. without the, um, the hair. I did a bit of gardening the other day, actually. Yeah, you did. Oh. That was rewarding work mm. for a latte-sipping, city-slicking elite. But that wasn't with the Performance Package 4.0. That was with actual gardening tools. Just gardening tools and yeah. a little fork and a little yeah. shovel there. When you took your manscaped out there just to trim the hedges, literally. I thought that was <laughs> not really what's designed I thought for. it was it was a big weed. I wish I could name it, but uh, I needed a saw, not the Performance Package 4.0. <laughs> anyway, help him join the 7 million men. Oh, they've changed it from six. No, thank God. Thank God. Now, or they've just grown 1 million customers since uh, the last. Hopefully. That's fucking great I, business yeah, from them. Yeah. Help him join the 7 million men worldwide who Thank trust God. Manscaped. Thank God that's not 6 million. Retire you the number. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> <laughs> got to retire that number. I get from the bleachers. Yeah. Um, who trust Manscaped with 20% off plus free shipping with the code TGC by going to manscaped.com. Look, now they want us to talk about our experience. It's good. It's a good product. It trims your pubes. It doesn't hurt you. Get it. You get 20% off TGC. Manscaped. All right. Hashtag ICDC is brought to you by Ponting Wines at pontingwines.com.au. Use the code get a few. That's get a few for what do you get at? What do you get at Ponting Wines? Do you get 20% off at Ponting Wines? Is that, is that what the code is for? I can't, yeah, I yeah, think it's 20%. All, all things except multi cases. Except for the multi cases, which are already yeah, discounted. That's okay? right. So use the code get a few at pontingwines.com.au. Now, Pez, I went down to a winery the other day. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did. It, God, it looks beautiful. That it, sort of stuff. It, mate, it was nice. You know what? Uh, the, weather, the weather in Melbourne recently has been fucking insane. Um, so, you know, the weather didn't necessarily turn it on for us, but, uh, you know, you're down there for, a, you know, you're down there for a couple of wines and let me tell you, it was just a, it was just a real treat. You know, it's a, a lot of people go to wineries in different parts of the country, different times of the year. So it's a nice winter getaway for some people, yes. but it's, you know, it's, it is, it is gorgeous having a nice, having a nice glass of a uh, little glass of something, something. Did you, did you go through the full gamut of colors of, of wine or, yeah, or we did, did you stick yeah, to it? No, we, no, we did, did a little cellar door. Anyway, you get 20% off uh, the multi-case buyers at pontingwines.com.au using the code get a few. Uh, we'll be getting a few down our gullet uh, the live shows yes, as well, we I think. Yes, we will. Yes, yeah. we will. So please go to pontingwines.com because, uh, because the season is upon us for, for wine drinking time is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Hashtag ICDC, Luca, boys. In the wake of Ireland's great victory against the bastards across the Irish Sea, I'm very conflicted. I had secured the chop after a circuit th- the night before. Starting off with a morning route, I remembered uh. that Ireland were playing some white ball stuff. Uh. In the middle of it all, my old focus was seeing Ireland try and win. To her displeasure, I had the game on my phone only moments after we finished. No morning cuddles. I'm also graduating from uni today, <laughs> so what I want to know is, is this the peak? Can it get any better than this? No, no, uh, Luca, on your cosmic journey through life um, yeah. with all of the like available mm. beauty and depth available to you, uh, an Irish man, 
um, seeing seeing uh, Paul Wilson pull up the stumps he, because with, with, because with, the rain was with coming an umbrella, clearly keen to get the fuck off the ground and deny England the victory right. for his countrymen. Whilst he's just had a um, circuit with his friends the night before, yeah. he's met a uh, consenting woman. Yeah, and uh, post coitus, he's got yeah. the phone out. He's streaming. It's in 4K. It's yeah. it's pure. There is yeah. there's no lagging. Yeah, that, and that's the main thing. That that's what I want to know. Thing. What's the stream like? You know, some people can put up with uh, you know, with with a bad stream. Some people can put up with lagging during mm. the game. But if an ad lags, yeah, no, I see you later. Absolute bin stuff. Now he's he's had none of those experiences, and he's post coital. Oh, he's post coital. Like, he feels safe. Well, he's had he's had sex. He's had the sex, and then he's turned he's turned cricket on his phone. Yeah, he's got got the cricket, and on. I, and he's also got his ticket to um to to. A job, maybe, because in the past you were told if you go to uni, then you get a job. It's not necessarily true, I think. Right. But um, I don't think it gets any better than that in his cosmic journey through life. I think so. I don't think there's. Any, I, I think it's it's quite. Dep- it's a depressing thought. It's all downhill from here. He has a woman next to him who wants to be intimate and connect yeah. with him, and he's able to reject that because mm. he's holding an iPhone, presumably with yeah. two, with four fingers or yeah. two thumbs and two forefingers, yeah. watching Paul Wilson. Yeah. I just don't think it gets much better. I that, don't that's think that's so. um, limbs. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely buzzing. You know, he may he may end up in a uh, willing relationship with this mm. woman. One day he may watch mm. her walk down the aisle, and then he'll be with his groomsmen, and mm. then and then everyone will be watching him just like just as a yeah. bit of like play cam if he's going to cry or not. You know, yeah, everyone's, yeah, every, every, everyone's, yeah. got, everyone's uh, got a play cam on yeah. on, on Luca, and then and then his best man will just reach over and just say that mate doesn't get any better this. He's yeah. like, mate, remember when fucking Moe had to go off the yeah. field because he <laughs> started pissed down. That's right, hit a couple of bombs. And Wilson <laughs> said no, mate. Blocky said no. <laughs> you Blocky know, said no. Blocky said, Blocky said, back him. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, or, or like he's uh, he, he sort of becomes a person of some profile, and he's asked me, "What was the greatest moment of your life? Uh, kids, marriage, whatever?" Yeah, no, mate. Yeah. No, no, no. It was having a bit of cum dribbling out of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Re- rejecting the intimate advances of a woman, knowing that I'm fucking picking up, knowing that I'm picking up my fucking gradu- my, my degree tomorrow. <laughs> Got me a ticket. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right, hell. we can get one more in here. I, I, I've uh, I've I've uh, made some arrangements. Um, sure. Adam writes in, boys. I write uh, to you as I road trip the top end in the NT, having been on the road for 20-odd months, bracket 17. Interpol again. Here we go, ICC. (laughs) My travels so far, much like facing the shit bloke opening bowler at 3 for 15, have been solo, by myself, all alone. No one is here to help me. You can only spend so much time by yourself before overwhelming thoughts of anxiety fill your mind and you begin dwelling on every little mistake you've ever made. That dropped catch in 2016 was a fucking sitter. How do you drop it with with the fucking gloves on? To overcome these thoughts, the empty car silence has thus been filled with consumption of the Grey Cricketer podcast through my ears. This has worked a treat. I no longer have overwhelming thoughts of anxiety plaguing me as I take in the sights of the Northern Territory that the Northern Territory has to offer. Instead, my entire psyche has taken on that of a second grade cricketer. I now find myself muttering things in the car like good little waterfall that or might have a look at it when seeing a roadside tourist sign. <laughs> I might even find myself doing the hand thing Manus does when he hits it to point. A little later on that one, just guide it through the gap. Sorry, a little later on that one, just guide it through the gap. Fuck me, I don't even bat right-handed. What am I doing? The extent of this has become so severe, I now find myself hearing Sam Perry and Ian Higgins, voice, Higgins voices inside my head as I'm reading a book next to the picturesque next to a picturesque waterfall in Litchfield National Park, not to be confused with Phoebe Litchfield's backyard. <laughs> Having listened to last week's pod, episode 214, I couldn't help but give my thoughts on Anon's Ask TGC. I, like the 15-year-old child, have a deceased father. 
Thankfully, though, no 25-year-old coat has sledged me about this. Well, I'll sledge you. You called it decreased, father. Um, you got the spelling wrong. Fuck. There's, Sorry. A, there's a bit of starch in it. Yeah. Decrease yeah. it. <laughs> Put a bit of fabulon on it. <laughs> <laughs> he has a deceased father. Um, R.O.P., obviously. But to be fair to Anon, no, my dad isn't here to help me. Instead, my cricketing career was plagued by, encour- plagued by encouragement from <laughs> mum rather than profuse disappointment from my father. Is this the reason I battled in Village Park shit twos for five seasons, brackets two and a half? Fuck me, mum. Why are you so pleased with 14? It's not good enough. <laughs> so my question is this. Did an absent father prevent me from progressing further in my cricketing career? Is having a deceased father therefore actually a weakness and should it be sledged openly? And finally, if the afterlife is indeed a thing, would my father still attend the games even as a ghost or would he still not even bother given traffic and early wake-ups wouldn't be an obstacle? Cheers, Adam. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be, dis- that'd be disappointing, there's, wouldn't it? There's no traffic because he's a ghost. Yeah, but they're, they're like you, you, you know, you die and like if all of a sudden the, the Bible's real and the Christian Bible, the one that we've been given. Oh, okay, yeah. You're into heaven. St. Peter, all that sort of shit is okay. there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were fucking right. So there's a big gate. Yeah, and then there's all everyone you love is like sort of waiting for you there and then like it's just life again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 dad's not coming. You know, like, dad's like, ah, oh, there's traffic. Uh, Sorry, but mate. I'm, I'm actually, I've actually got uh, utopia here. So yeah, but, um, but maybe the I have, subconscious. I'm, I'm literally Nirvana. But maybe that is Nirvana playing a live show. I'm Nirvana. In, in That's the heaven. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe that is his like in a roundabout way. That is uh, a non's heaven. You know, like this is what mm. this is what he's wanted. All what he's craved all his life is the experience of a disappointed father. Yeah, well, this actually this actually rounds out the show nicely. I feel like because as you were alluding to earlier, Matthew Mott was you know creating an environment where like training all training was optional all, mm. he, all he wanted was just to let people like for people to let him know if, he, mm. if they were turning up or not yeah. now other people in uh, other circumstances for other teams were just like these people aren't training hard enough they're, enough, not, they're yeah. not attending optional sessions that's right so it's not intense enough so, so, so what what is the best environment for is this a non this is Adam this is Adam sorry Adam this is Adam and uh, so what he's asking is like would I have succeeded if I had someone in my ear just saying like mate you're fucking shit was, was he not mm. being driven enough now mm. was he did he not succeed in his life because he had the love and support of a happy environment which mm. was trying to nurture him to be the mm. best person possible yeah a, a, a mother who presumably was um, widowed yes who despite the deep devastation and crushing um, experience that right. I can, can't even imagine still um, attempted to provide love and support and encouragement for a son who was without a father could never replace mm. but attempted to do it through positivity right. light and love right. and the son just goes no that's wrong any that's fucking the, danger any fucking Mom, danger I know, you, I know you're bereft in grief I understand this but can you get something I, through the fucking chest and I, and I am too <laughs> can you just start fucking hardening me up a bit with some abuse and whether it's through passive aggression yeah, right. just deliberate uh, proactive aggression right, yeah. you know don't any, tell me 14 is good enough mm, it's not good enough exactly Especially as he's got to this point, um, going through the Northern Territory mm. at Litchfield National Park. You and I both visited there. We recorded from there. Right. I don't know whether that was legal or not. Got the permit, but nevertheless. Um, and uh, oh, we asked, we asked, we asked. You know, and and when you go and do those things, you tend to connect with the spirit. You tend to connect with um, maybe some things that are, are, are deeper. You know, yeah. in life and flies and, and some mosquitoes and yeah. tr- the odd snake. Yeah. And uh, and I like that he's on that journey and and he's he's. Um, his conclusion is like, gee, mum fucked me with the, with the uh, encouragement. <laughs> yeah. like any, any, any danger is some abuse. That's, that's where he landed. 
Very good, Adam. Very uh, good. All right. Well, thank you very much to Glenn Maxwell. Thank you to all for listening and watching this here show. The summer is upon us. The test matches start so soon. We'll see you at the live shows and we'll also see you guys on the internet next week.